welcome to The Tome, a D&D news, reviews, and interview show, and I'm your Tome editor, Sam Dillon. And today, we are bringing you the World Tree Burns podcast, the official actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that takes place in the Cobalt Press setting Midgard. We hope you enjoy this season, and without further ado, let's see what Dan Dillon has in store for his players. And welcome back. It is a new year, but it is the same crew back for some more Well Tree Burns as we're doing a sort of second part of our third season. Uh, it's new year, we've all been uh, rested and refreshed, and now we're ready to jump back into the cliffhanger moment that we left our adventurers on uh, earlier in December, where we have a party member down, two death saving throws in the red, and uh, a whole lot more problems than that, but that's the most immediate problem. But let's go around, meet the cast and crew, and see how everyone's holidays have been. So let's start with our dungeon master, Mr. Dan Dillon. Dan, how you doing, my friend? Hey, uh, I'm doing great, and I'm delighted to be back. We had a nice long, long mid-season holiday break, but uh, I had a great holiday, and I'm refreshed, and I'm antsy to get back into life and games as we do. So, uh, so yeah, I'm ready to do this. Fantastic stuff. And of course, I wouldn't be here, and it wouldn't be the World Tree Burns if it went for McLoken. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, I I had a lovely uh, holiday break. Uh, I went to a silent disco uh, for New Year's, and it was super fun. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, I, I, put it, I was telling everyone earlier, I put this in the back of my mind. And I was like, I forgot about it until randomly today, I was like in the middle of work, like working a case. And all of a sudden it was like, shit's hitting the fan. And I was like, oh, <laughs> everything came rushing back. Um, so uh, I'm super excited. And I, <laughs> Dan's going to kill us. Oh, probably just Rowan. It's possible he's already killed us over holidays and we just don't know yet. And it's going to be a really short session where Dan just tells us that we're all dead. Uh, that's that's one possibility that's run through my head. Right. But, it's uh, possible that we've been dead all along. Well, for one of us, that's true. Uh, and it may be that you're going to be dead again. Uh, Scott, how are you doing? I was fine until about two hours ago when I suddenly remembered, hey, it definitely wasn't me who was on two failed death saves. I'm sure it will be fine. Uh, right. I'm playing Rowan, the Ravenfolk Cleric who I'm going to have to get back into her voice after like a, over a month-long break. So that'll be fun. But I feel really mm-hmm. in character and uh, ready for it because I can already smell the smoke of the world tree burning right now. It's great. Oh, <laughs> Too real, man. <laughs> Too oh, real. <laughs> Well, luckily, fun fact, for me, it's very easy to get into Rhea Dan's voice because it is actually my real voice, and the voice that I'm doing now is just one night put on for the show. Um, <laughs> Buddy, how you doing us today? How's your holidays? How you feeling? You ready? Oh gosh, as always, I'm just scrambling to get everything ready here at the last second because my life is a whirlwind of mess constantly. Really? Um, it, not in a bad way. Uh, <laughs> um, my holiday was fantastic. I too went to a silent disco. Who'd have thunk that? 
Um, it was so it was a lot of fun though. It was super cool and really different. And you know, everyone just like randomly singing songs together, but we couldn't hear anyone. It was nice. <laughs> Other than that, you know, life is life. And I I rewatched the episode again, uh, so I got to live that shit show one more time. Um, I still don't think it's my fault. Uh, I am pretty sure there was never a set plan, and you That's guys got to stop blaming the warlock for everything. It's not fair. <laughs> uh, I can blame you for this. <laughs> Listen, that guy was a jackass, okay? And nobody liked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that much is true, right? That much is true. Um, That's fair. Speaking of people who definitely aren't assholes and that we all love, uh, in fact, it's simply Jackson. Simply, how are you? How was your holidays? How are you feeling? Uh, how stressed? Was you? your New Year's resolution to lie all the time? I can't tell. I can't tell. No. Uh, hi, it's Simple Jackson. Uh, I am back to streaming today, so I'm a little like my brain's all over the place. Also, my internet has been cutting out all day because the wind here has been like insane. Um. So if I pop out, I'll be back. Don't worry. Um, I play Tilly, our door fighter, and she is not 9 HP, which is what I thought, which is great. Blessings all around. Um, and I, uh, as typically, am ready to smash stuff. My New Year's Eve was filled with uh, being a part of somebody else's stream and cooking a lot of food for people, which is the way to go. Um, and holidays were great, so I hope you guys had great holidays too. Um, but I'm I'm excited to hear the recap and get back in, so I'm not trying to rush. But I want to do this. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, we've waited a long time to get back into it, so um, that's only waste a little more time uh, before we do. I will be playing Rudan. He's a Dampier. Uh, what is he? It's not a cleric. Is a cleric? No, he's a paladin now. I remember. Paladin. I remember playing. It's been a long. Hedonist. It's been a long holidays. I've moved countries, moved house a couple of times, and uh, now I'm in an echoey room that we just moved into. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I got my character loaded up, and I'm ready to do some heals, do some smashy smashies. But before I do, uh, our mighty guys, uh, it's New Year, and we're here at Cobra Press on the Twitch channel. It's been going here for a couple of months now. If you haven't followed the channel, hit the follow button uh, on Twitch. And if you also want to come back and watch any of the VODs, they're here on Twitch, and then they're also available later on YouTube as well. So you go to youtube.com slash Press, and you can find all the playlists there of this show and... The Last Air as well, which is coming back for its second season in uh, just a few days' time. This coming Sunday is when The Last Air is going to be back, and that's at 8 o'clock Eastern, so definitely tune in for that great show, wonderful cast, also set in the wonderful world of Midgard. And if you want to learn more about Midgard, you want to learn more about the campaign that we're playing today, the world that we're in, the creatures that we're encountering, go to koboldpress.com or check out their Twitter account if Twitter's easier for you. Uh, same for Kobold Press. Check us out on the socials, get following, help support the show. Love you guys out there, and I will hand over to Dan Dillon, our Dungeon Master, for, I guess maybe we could do sort of a, a mini-season recap in brief, Dan, I know you're pretty unfair to do a full sure. recap. Um, of, of no, it's alright, we, we can do just kind of a, a brief recap of the yeah. season, because honestly, uh, this season's events have been strange and a little chaotic, and uh, so yeah, um... This season picked up in the aftermath of a desperate and deadly battle with your old nemesis, Cosinia, the vampire lady cleric of uh, one of the high priestess uh, of Morena from the Blood Kingdom. Uh, and you had all been arrested by an order of paladins uh, and knights, the Order of the Undying Sun. 
And uh, so this season opened with you all getting carted off in paddy wagons, uh, shackled up and shipped out, and were rescued by the timely intervention of Landis the Gearforged, uh, who was hired by one of the movers and shakers in the town of, in the city of Zobek to uh, help affect your release. Um, one of your number, unfortunately, you did not manage to free uh, Glaz. He was taken to the Citadel and was being held for interrogation and execution because of the dark relics and forbidden knowledge that he was found to be carrying. Uh, you went through some great lengths to figure out a way to break him out of the Citadel, uh, unfortunately becoming huge, terrible outlaws in the process because there was all sorts of uh, fires set and murders done and your faces known. Uh, so you had to bug out of Zobek under cover of darkness, and, uh, and that, that was a little touch and go. Uh, some of your escapes were helped at the last moment by a mysterious gear forged in a cloak, um, firing arrows from a rooftop. Uh, and then you made your way north. You've all uh, since purchased a ship uh, called the Sinful Princess, uh, which Landis is technically the owner of, Tilly is the captain, and uh, the rest of you have uh, taken up various positions amongst the officers of the crew, um, along with Kajia and several of the workers from the Soak Scabbard, who were the secret uh, worshippers of Morena, the, the Red Goddess, and the followers of Riodan's sort of splinter sect of that faith. Uh, they had to flee because their uh, their allegiances were were made known, and uh, that is a forbidden religion in the city of Zobek. And so you are headed north, away from uh, the lands in which you are terribly wanted, um, making your way north on the ship. You're carrying some cargo, trying to make some money, uh, and you were stopped, waylaid by some giant brigands. And uh, we just left off with... Um, a, a horrible battle uh, between giants and ogres and a goblin warlord, apparently, who is um, a fearsome combatant and has just driven his spear through Rowan's chest. She is now laying dying, pinned to the, to the loam of the forest by this adamantine-tipped spear. Uh, her ghostly form is starting to just sort of bleed away into this ephemeral smoke at the edges. And you can see her chest is evaporating away to nothing around the spear point. She is currently hovering at the threshold of death's door again. And so that's where we're going to pick up, where as she loses consciousness with a, crackling, with a crackling pop, a hill giant that Rowan had banished snaps back into the physical plane of Midgard and uh, hefts its tree club and charges at you. So uh, that is going to put us on, uh, let's see, Landis just zapped the goblin, uh, which ended negotiations. The goblin damn near slew Rowan. So that's going to put us at Cloak. Cloak, uh, okay. as I remember, you've been smashed on by giants fairly well. You have a potion of healing of some potency in your hand, but not yet drunk. Uh, mm -hmm. And there is a hill giant barreling down on you. Oh, it's barreling down on me. Uh, how far well, away I am mean, I? You guys, so you guys are kind of clumped up like a JV soccer league at this point, uh, and so it's just sort of running in your direction. The only one who's not part of the group is Landis, who's sort of... Uh, 30-ish feet off to the uh, to the south. Oh, yes. Okay. A sign of clear uh, guilt. How far away <laughs> am I from Rowan? 
I'm better at range, How okay? Far or, uh, you're easily within one move of Rowan. Okay. Um, so you're, if you're I move, 20 I, feet away from her. If I move, will I take uh, attack of opportunity? Uh, you are not currently threatened by anyone, I don't believe. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to move to Rowan. Uh, yep. and uh, start dumping a potion down her mouth uh, as my action. You have one in your uh, hand, so you can... Uh, um, yeah. uh, so I believe that was a greater healing potion, if I remember correctly. I, I think that's correct. So it's a 2d4 plus 4 uh, health, so I'll roll that. 4d4 four, plus 4. 4d4 four, four plus 4, okay. Correct. Good. Good numbers, okay. Healing potions are like reverse magic missiles. Uh, 15 hit points. Hmm. Okay, That's good. Rowan. The, uh, this, this sort of syrupy, um, almost hot, tingling elixir pours down uh, past your beak and down your throat, and you can feel the mortal wound that was driven through your chest knit, and uh, you can see some of her color return, although she is still kind of ghostly and spectral. Uh, so you snap back to consciousness with 15 hit points. So that is going to be Cloak's action, unless you have a bonus action you would like to take. I am going to activate my planar warrior uh, this round as a bonus doesn't that action. Only last, doesn't that only last till the end of the turn? Or Let me... I, I think it lasts until I hit something. Uh, oh, until the end of this turn. Okay, so... Right. No. I will not be doing that. Uh, okay. Bonus action. Let me double check my spells real quick. I don't believe mm -hmm. I have anything that's a bonus action. No. Um, so uh, on that note, uh, I can I use a bonus action to stand defensively over uh, Rowan and be like, you can like try to put yourself between Rowan and the giant or the. I, you can't really get between her and the goblin because he's basically right on her. Although Tilly still does have him like in an arm bar. So <laughs> Okay. So he's not going um, Okay. Uh so at this point I look at Rowan and I was like, hang out with the shiny room, God Okay. Uh God. so that'll be good good for your turn. Rio Dan, your turn, sir. Oh dear. Well uh now that Rowan's feeling better, I'm going to step in towards this newcomer, this fellow, and give him a whacking, I think. Uh, um, against the giant? Yes, please. Alright. If I can roll some dice, I will start doing that. And in fact, I will, um, I'll do the triple lash. Oh, I'm roll dice. Okay, so long. Ah, uh, man. I roll all. A 13, a 24, and a 9. Well, that's... Uh, I believe that it's going to be one hit. Let me double check on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I'm sorry. 13 hits. That's two hits. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, so he's uh, damn near naked. He's wearing what looks like the untanned uh, un uh, hide of a bear, sort of crudely wrapped around his waist in naughty bits like a loincloth. And it's mm. fly-blown and reeking, and patches of the fur are falling out of the, the rotting skin. And that's pretty much it. The the rest he's wearing I, I is um, <laughs> goblets of old meat and a smile. So that's... go ahead and give me two two lashes worth oh, of damage on this here giant. Uh, double lashes right on the, the that area you so 
uh, vividly described, four points of damage. Boom! Ooh! Hitting Dang. hard in 2020. Four, four damage right I to the know. region. Mm. All right. He uh, yelps a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was Riodan. Uh, Rowan, oh, your turn. The, uh, the goblin uh-huh. snarls down at you and rips his spear out of your chest. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm prone, yes? You are very prone, and you have dropped anything you were holding. If I need to get up, that's not going to provoke any attacks, is it? It does not, no. Just okay. moving out of his reach will provoke, unless you disengage. And my spiritual weapons disappeared because I dropped. No, spiritual weapon is not a concentration spell. It is still active. Hmm. In that case, how uh, how is everyone looking? Cloaks, bloody, I think. Tilly, I think, has been dinged a bit. Uh, Riordan, I think you were pretty well uh, bashed up, weren't you? Yeah, I'm, I got pretty hard hit by the uh, goblin. I'm not looking great, but... Okay. Yeah. In that case, she's going to reach her, her arms up to the heavens and cast a mass healing word. Ooh. Uh, Ruin Father, look upon your children and please help us. I think that means that everyone's going to get 1d4 plus 4. Am I rolling just one for everyone? Yep. Uh, just one. Yeah, just roll 1d4, one, add yeah. your wisdom, and that's what everybody heals, and I think it's a bonus action, right? Uh, yes. Oh, it is. Alright, so uh, keep in mind okay, that... if you do that, you can't, can't control the spiritual weapon. Hmm, that is true. Um, yeah, I don't know if 1d4 is going to be enough. You're within touching range of Riodan, Cloak, uh, and Tilly, if you want to heal anyone. I don't think I took any touch healing. Okay. So, oh well, let's not do that then. And well, we're, pr- we're pretty sure you're going to stab somebody with a spectral spear. So why don't you uh, go ahead and oh, do yeah. that as your bonus? We'll we'll do that first. Um, she'll just motion with her claws towards the spear mm-hmm. to impale the goblin from behind. Please. All right, get him. Make your melee spell attack, please. 21. Oh, that'll hit. Okay. I forgot what level I cast this at. Um, I believe it was third level? Yeah. Okay. So 2d8 plus your wisdom. Six. One. Mm. And four. So, 11. Wait, quick question. Right. Do you have a bell you're rolling your dice on? No, that's my teacup. Oh, okay. I was like, that's, that's a good shot every time. All right, the, uh, yeah. the Spear of Wotan wheels around in the air and drives itself uh, into the goblin's shoulder, and he uh, growls in agony and anger as his black blood starts oozing down his arm and spatters the leaves. Uh, that was Rowan. Tilly, you uh, you are there. You have dropped your hammer at your feet, and you have... Oh, oh wait a minute. You have an action. You have an action? action? Yeah, I have action. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my movement to get up then. Yep, half half your speed to get up. And then since I'm still right next to him, I'm going to 
instead of using the mass healing word, I'm going to cast a third level inflict wounds. All right, get him. Just me, I spell attack. Yeah. Uh, twenty. Not natural, but right. Uh, dirty twenty. Uh, he. It's going to be yeah, a dick about that, it? Uh, that's got him. Nope, he was going to try to be a dick okay. about it, but that, that's too good. You got him. So uh, he spins his spear and knocks into your uh, elbow to try and uh, swat your arm away, but you manage to lunge in past his guard and grab him by the, the front of the armor just under his throat. And then she'll drag her claws in as she casts mm -hmm. um, 5d10 necrotic. Oh, Jesus. Probably didn't need to do this at the third level. Oh well. So three, four. I mean, you almost died. You might be a little angry. <laughs> Maybe a smidge. So I'm at 12, 14, 24. 24. All right. You drag your claws kind of across his collarbone, the top of his chest, and wrench up into his throat, and he opens his mouth to try and scream, say something, struggle, and he just sort of stiffens, and his skin, that uh, that sort of dingy ochre or yellow color, begins to blacken around your fingertips, and his skin starts to slough off in this thick, gooey paste as the necrotic damage spreads through his throat, up his jaw, across his face, and collapses in a heap at your feet. Uh, I'm just going to rip out his jugular while I'm oh, yeah. there yeah. then. You just kind of grab this, uh, this oh, clawful... Yeah, this, uh, this clawful of... Um, it's sort of a mixture of sludgy ash that you rip out of his, uh, out of his decaying throat. First it was teeth, and now it's jugulars. Uh -huh. He had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was Rowan. Uh, would you like to move anywhere? You're no longer threatened. You have half your speed left. Um, how far away is that giant? Oh, uh, you know, 20, maybe 30 feet. I'm going to move back towards Landis. All right, so you're still ghostly and floating. You just kind of drift away towards towards the warlock, trying to put some more distance between you and the what seventeen foot towering slab of angry muscle. Uh, so that'll put us onto Tilly's turn. So you're no longer grappling anyone, and you have a free hand. <laughs> All right, so Tilly uh, is going to take uh, one action to pick up her warhammer, trusty bean. So it doesn't. Doesn't cost your Our action. Bonus. You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Not even a bonus. You can do that for free once. So oh, you can kind of like kick your hammer <laughs> up into your hand. <laughs> she's not that graceful. She's, she's gonna grunt. <laughs> and then she's gonna <laughs> and then cause cause the armor cuts into her sides, you know, a little tight. Uh and she's gonna just beeline towards the hill giant because one target, any target, large or not, it's gonna be a medallion to take down. So um okay. if it's if it's 20 to 30 feet. My max speed is 25, so I don't know if I'm going to make it 
It's up to you. So I don't actually, know how far. Yeah, he's about 30 feet away. So uh, you won't be able to make it in one go. Um, you could dash if you want to get closer, or you could take some other action, however you like. But you're, um, you're can, close, but not quite engaged to him yet. Can I, uh, can I essentially try to taunt him? Like, run at and, like, scream or yell or taunt or, like, throw, like, pick up a rock and throw it to try to, like... Get him and, to look at me because I want to look away from Riadan and more at me if he is. Okay. Um, why don't you make a charisma intimidation check? Sweet. My best at. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a 20. Nice. Nice. Hey. All right. Uh, so wherever he was fixated, you basically uh, scoop up a clod of earth and just sort of hurl it full into the thing's face. And it like claws the mud away from its eyes with its stubby, massive fingers, and uh, just kind of fixates on you. Uh, and is that that all you got for us? I'm just readying myself to like with any attack that's going to come my way. Just, come right. at me! Well, then he, will, he will basically just kind of uh, use his momentum to transfer that into a downward smash of his club and attempt to drive you into the dirt. Yay! Ooh. I'm <laughs> That would be a critical hit. That's a way to open the new year. <laughs> God damn it! This is gonna be a bad rest of the season for us. <laughs> you thought you were gonna die, Rianan? A re- a ruin. Little yeah. did you know. <laughs> uh, my plan my was four. I need more d8s. One moment, please. <laughs> That's not a good phrase to hear. Yeah. A dreadful sound is when the DM says, Oh, I don't have enough dice. Yeah, I'm going to need a waterfall or rain stick. I'm going to need I'm way more I'm going to say that uh, when we meant 2020 is the year of the crit, we didn't mean please crit us down. Let's see. Uh, so that is going to be 32 points of bludgeoning damage. There's a ringing bell note as the tree sort of uh, smashes into Tilly's shield. And uh, he lifts it up and tries to crush her down the other side. Oh, and rolls in that one. That's, we got We have parity and balance here. Nice. Hey. <laughs> So you, uh, you spin out to the side, and he uh, throws his weight uh, wild and off balance and just sort of gouges the forest floor right next to you. So that'll bring us up to... Uh, oh, I can get him off my initiative order. He did. Landis, your turn. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Landis, uh, Landis looks over at Rowan, who is moving towards him, and says, See, I, I knew I knew you'd be fine. Everything is fine. And he's going to turn to the giant and uh, shoot a couple Eldritch Blasts off. Because why if not? If looks could kill. <laughs> All right. I ha- Ooh, I have a, um, a 16 and a 15. Both are plus seven. So two blasts. Both will hit. Yep, two yeah. Give me the Got to use some fancy new Christmas dice. I'm just Ooh. saying. Level up. It's because everyone who knows me knows all I want is dice, and so that's what I got. 
Is it the, the quartz iodized ones? Good I got rainbow. Yeah, but I got one with the yeah. like cool warlock. Well, you guys can't see him. One with the cool warlocky print and one with the cool flowery print, oh, or nice. one set of each. Mine just have normal numbers, but matchy matchy. <gasps> Yay! Let's all have dice that match. I'm sorry. I'll play this game. I'm just uh, <laughs> nervous installing. <laughs> Maybe we were That's the goblins the all along. Sounds yeah. like my dream in high school for a club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am uh, I'm gonna roll a d10. Where's that one? That one is this one. And I'm gonna roll one. Uh, okay, well that's not too good, uh, but it's an eight. Okay, and then 13. 13 total? So 13 and then also eight. Oh, okay, so 21. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and eight. Got it. Check. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Or are you good? How close is he? From you, probably uh, 40 feet away. Okay, um, can, I have, can I just move in front of Rowan? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just put you myself just kinda... between them. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And I'm just gonna say, quit it! Bird, you're not supposed to be right on top of them! Let us do the <laughs> on top of stuff, or them, them ones with all the armor and stuff. And you're not supposed to be sabotaging us. Right. I'm not Close, stuck! <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Uh, as this argument's happening, uh, Cloak... Yeah, yeah, there's, uh, there's bickering happening over on your right. Uh, Cloak runs towards the giant. Um, uh, I don't know how far away he is. I can move 35 feet. Uh, yep, and uh, and uh, as he's running forward, he's using his bonus action to do Planar Warrior, so the sword does the blue flame, and he's going to attack him twice. Get him. Here we go. Uh, what's my plus again? 21? That'll hit. First attack and the second attack is uh, twenty-three. Also hit. Okay, the first attack will be sixteen. The second attack is going to be twenty-two. Uh, so twenty-two you, plus. Did you add Planar Warrior on both of those? No. Okay, just rolled really well on the second one. Got it. Right, yeah, uh, I rolled a seven, a three, and a four, and then plus five. Yep. All right. Oh, that yeah. 19 for the second one. Sorry, I did bad math. <laughs> okay. So that was a total of 36 damage. Yep. All right, uh, so you, you strike in with your blade, cutting two deep gouges on its uh, kind of across its calf and then just above its knee along its thigh. Um, it is bleeding profusely and it seems to be uh, losing its balance toward that injured leg now. Uh, and that's going to bring us to Rio Dan. I'm in a red tap. Um, <laughs> can't believe my voice. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Well, this guy has turned attention to Tilly, so I'm going to try again 
with the lash, and I'm gonna hope that all three hit because then I get to do a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, him in the butt. Oh my god. Okay, well that makes up for it. Uh, I rolled a nine, which is a miss, and then a nat twenty, and then. Uh, that'll be a critical hit and a hit. Some damage. Oh, I don't mind if I do. Uh, okay, 11 points of damage. It would be colder if I could hit all three, but hey. Yep, 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 yep. Ouch. And I'm all right, the, my, blood, uh... the blood lashes strike out, slicing into it and trying to wrap around it, but it just kind of grabs them and flings them off, half tearing the uh, the bits of your scourge. Uh, Dan Rowan. <sighs> How is this giant looking? Oh, terrible. Terrible? He is, he so, is bashed. He is burnt gross. from eldritch energies. He is slashed and bleeding. Uh, yeah. Okay, first I'll spend, uh, spend send the uh, spear towards him. So I'll pick it up from near the body of the goblin. Mm-hmm. And then... Just she will motion to hurl it towards him. Um, I don't know if that one will hit. Sixteen. Oh yeah, that hits. That hits. Okay. Yep. That was two d eight. And she's aimed for his face. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen damage. All right, the spear flies through the air with a soft whistling sound, and as it rears back its club and bellows, it sort of gasps as the spear transfixes it through the mouth and out the back of its head, and it kind of slumps and hangs there, dangling, suspended by the spear, and just slides slowly off of it. And Tilly, you have to kind of skip out of the way as the corpse... Collapses and rumbles the ground next to you. Notably, half skip, half hobble. Just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Landis right, does the, uh... an actual audible, like, jump fist pump into the air and just says, <laughs> Yes! Yes! I knew it! I told you it would be fine. Everything is fine. I am so smart and did the right thing, and now we get all the treasure and the I'm bag and me. the glory. I'm going to use my action to tackle Landis, please. <laughs> okay. There's a, a you're sort of in the middle of like, like finishing off your triumphant pronouncement as <clears throat> Rowan kind of hits you from behind. <laughs> Can I, do I roll against that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, what are you trying to do, Rowan? Are you trying to like knock him down to uh, the ground? Or? Yeah. Tackle him to the ground and pin him down. Okay, uh, go ahead and make me a strength athletics check. And Landis, you can make a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. And I'm going to give you disadvantage. You were mid-celebration, probably not expecting to be tackled by the bird mom. Is this a team hug? Just jump on the pile. I got a six. I got a seven. All right, so... So you win, and uh, off-balanced and, and not expecting it, you, uh, Landis lets out this sort of uh, gear-grindy yelp <laughs> as the ghostly uh, form of Rowan, probably at this point 
uh, coalescing back into into mm -hmm. flesh and corporeal matter, just sort of crashes into the Gearforge warlock and takes them both down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Landa, Landis, once he lands, says, <clears throat> okay, okay, you probably deserve that. Listen, he called you a witch. I saw the look in your eye. You didn't like it either. Okay. Why are we going to make a deal with this asshole? He was being a complete jerk. I knew that we could take on him and that stupid giant if it showed back up. Now they have no one to lead them. You killed him. That makes you the Goblin King. I'm pretty sure that's how things work with them. And we could just go back there and get all the stuff we want. And now they can't I kill anyone else because they're we're going to be in charge. And or maybe they'll make some good crew members. Some of them probably want to go out for a ride every once in a while. I don't know. I Listen, ignoring we're in control now. Is all I, I, I almost died. Tilly almost died. Cloak we is almost died. Not just today. <laughs> like we almost die every day that I've known you. So it's it's not that There's much of a, a change. I Nandis, how do you resurrect a ghost? There's I going to come don't a time think ghosts can die. Back. <laughs> You're ghost. You can't can't you can't kill a ghost. I don't believe that. That's I... listen. You're alive or not live. You're what I you're like me, it. so it's fine. I felt cold and saw nothing for those moments while I was down. I mean, I'm not saying it should be fun. I didn't want you to be dead. It wasn't like I did it just so you die. I mean, you're a little nosy and pushy, but I don't wish you off the earth um, or whatever this place is called. So... I just, we just, let's just go. Coming we can go like get the did. things out. Can we eat them? <laughs> I just start picking through the giant, like, see if he's got anything on him worth keeping. Pluck out an eyeball. I don't know. Does the goblin I'm looking for my stuff? bag. <laughs> Where are you looking? Uh, the goblin or the shaman. Uh, the goblin doesn't have it. Oh, yeah. Landis would definitely okay. be going after the shaman, too. I'm going to see what that guy All got. Right. So you are he, searching yeah. through the, uh, I, I assume you mean, you know, the, the, the goblin warlord. Um, all right. So looking at him, you see that he has got uh, the spear uh, dropped near his body is, um, again, the, the, the spearhead is adamantine. So that is uh, very much not a normal weapon. <clears throat> and it seems to deal its full damage to Rowan. So... Uh, probably magical as well. Mm -hmm. um, his armor and uh, various pieces of jewelry that he's wearing are all in, you know, despite now being blood and rotten flesh stained, are uh, of high quality, in very good condition and repair. But uh, the thing that most catches your eye is the uh, thick leather and kind of iron and brass embellished belt that he's wearing. It's wide and uh, and it kind of encircles his entire midriff and it looks almost like uh, like a wrestling or boxing sort of championship belt. <laughs> um, not, not quite that blinged up, but it's that sort of style. It's very wide, broad, uh, buckles in the back, um, massive. So we have to thing. give it to Rhea Dan and he has to lose a shirt and then it will complete the look. 
Sure. And he hasn't raised his eyebrows. I mean, I feel like it would match match me. It's all kind of metal and stuff. I'm kind of made in metal. Uh, Honestly, you need some new clothes. I'm fine. Cool. Uh, One of us needs a wardrobe upgrade, and uh, it's. I figure out what they are. Um, uh, hold on, and then I like walk out. So tell me, that's a magic spear. I think that's a magic belt. He might have magic jewelry on him. Who knows? Uh, And then I just kind of walk off towards the shaman. Okay. (laughs) I just want Uh, my bag. probably unconcerned by here, but concerned by. Her bit of bruising is gonna sit down and use her bonus action to take a bit of second wind. Healing. Second wind, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Rowan's going to come over and help you as well. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I thought you were gonna run with the uh, warlock over there, but you know, came back around. I. Right now, he is not my priority. And he has a lot of explaining to do, but that will be later. I love you, Rowan! <laughs> I don't know much about goblins, but I do imagine with the uh, that better belt that you'll pulled, you'll be able to at least convince any goblin that you're now the goblin leader, since we clearly did away with them, or you did away with them. So, Cloak, did you just kind of leave everything that was there since your bag wasn't there and not interested, or...? Yeah, I told Tilly to take it. That's what I was doing. I was like, Tilly, no, okay. you want okay, And then, like, Got going it. to hunt Right. Uh, so you'll kind of wander off into the woods a little bit. The shaman was uh, a ways back, um, but you are able to kind of pick through all the corpses of ogres and goblins and make your way back to that uh, that strange uh, figure who's now horribly broken, burned, and bloody, but also you know daubed in that um, almost woad-like, thick, pigmented mud that had. Uh, uh, designs painted on its face and head, and that massive scar that is in kind of the crude shape of a rune or symbol across its entire torso and chest. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to say, when Landis realizes that's where Cloak's going, he is going to um, follow him because he knows he might be able to help with identification of some magic stuff. Okay, so poking through the possessions that this ogre shaman mystic figurehead. Um, Its staff is adorned with all manner of little crystals and uh, little totemic trinkets. It might be worth something. Um, It doesn't Mm -hmm. appear to be magical or special in any other way. Um, And you find um, just kind of uh, pockets and pouches full of all kinds of disgusting and weird things that um, strike you as might be uh, they might have some sort of ritual significance or... um, Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Uh, essentially, spell components. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the spell components. Uh, do I yep. see my bag? Uh, you do not see your bag. You, so you can essentially you can scrape together the contents of a component pouch, and um, yeah, you don't see your bag of holding. Can I search the? Oh, has anyone searched the goblin already? Oh, yes, they have. Cloak picked him over. Um, okay. And then moved on, and I think Tilly was policing up anything of value off of the goblin. Okay. I just, Tilly uh, just picks up anything he listed off because value is like okay. whatever. So his his spear, uh, you could you could strip the studded leather armor off of him. It seems like it's in uh, good condition and uh, in his fine quality. Uh, the belt, um, and then he has a bunch of jewelry, like 
half a dozen earrings in each ear, um, a gold torque, a couple of bracelets, rings, that sort of thing. So you yeah. get a total of about uh, 450 gold worth of jewelry. Okay. Uh, an adamantine spear that you're pretty certain is magical. Um, okay. A suit of studded leather armor that you're that might be magical or at least is high quality. And then that belt. Okay. As you pick the belt up, it's um, it feels much heavier than it should. Like it's heavy okay. leather. It's got metal on it, but it's like you actually have to put some effort into hefting this thing up. And uh, you speak giant, right, Tilly? Yes. The adornments and uh, ornaments on the belt itself definitely have elements of runic giant script worked into them. Would I be able to read runic giant script? So it's um, it's less like uh, specific words and more like these runes are probably runes of power. Um, Tilly's on side breath can be like, oh, everything's so heavy to carry. I just put this on. You're strapping the belt. So okay, so you're strapping the belt on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh so you strap the belt on. It's definitely sitting um just kind of heavily around your hips um and, and around your armor. It it doesn't fit perfectly, but you know, probably looks pretty good. Um is it like too loose or too tight? Uh, it's just like it's, it's not loose, necessarily. Not it's not necessarily. No, no, no. You, you can get it on there. It's just it's like it's not necessarily fitted well to go around your armor, around your breastplate. But you know, you yeah. can get it kind of seated to where it probably looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice right, and sharp. Oh, and one alien. thing I will remind you guys of, since it's been a while, I recall there was a javelin hurled at you as the uh, the goblin warlord entered the fray that turned into a lightning bolt. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yes, now I do. Yeah. Where was that? That is just kind of off in the woods where it's stuck. Uh, and so you can go and find it. And it is an iron and copper javelin and definitely has sort of a storm lightning motif worked into it. And the head looks like kind of a stylized lightning bolt. And it's stuck into the ground. And you can see that there's these rippled smoldering veins where the uh, the lightning diffused into the ground. Okay. I Who's by that? I would like to search for it. Whoever would like to go find it. That would be Rowan. Rowan goes yes, we... <clears throat> I'm just can searching I... for my bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I uh, go up to the shaman and um, I know you said there were some Maybe some runes like on his clothes or stuff he was wearing or drawn so on his face. Like, Is there anything I can a, pick up? <clears throat> mm, like you could take a staff with all the little trinkets and crystals and stuff. No, I mean, it. um, like I have eyes of the rune keeper. So is there anything eyes, that eyes on him? That, yeah. Uh, the rune on his chest is um, you're not getting a clear read off of it because you're pretty sure it's bastardized or sort of it's more like pigeoned. Um, but it is definitely a significant rune that has been a uh, combination of cut and branded uh, deeply into this ogre's chest. And it, uh, the, the best uh, approximation you can come up with to what it means is strength, but that's probably okay. not 
a, a perfect translation. Based on what he's wearing and um, what he did, is there anything that I can tell about like what type of magic user he is or where he got his magic or anything like that? Sure, make an intelligence arcana check and I'll give you okay. advantage because you're able Ooh. to get some partial meaning out of the room. Uh, mm, only oh no no never mind um 19 19 okay um so it it is known to you that giants are um or or were long ago before kind of they fractured and, and fell into decline um they were potent practitioners of runic magic uh from the northlands um this one seems to have reclaimed some of that ancient magic, and you think that this rune sort of permanently engraved into its body imbued it with innate magical ability. So if you had to put it into familiar terms, this seems like some sort of sorcerer. Okay. Can I... Um, mm... Yeah, I should have a pen and paper in my pack. Can I try to draw it out real quick? Yeah, sure, you can copy it. Okay. And you said I could take his staff with the crystals on it? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna take yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, you have a staff that is functional as an arcane focus. Sweet. Rowan, you uh, you retrieve the javelin, no problem. No, I'm going to go back over to Tilly. Are you still hurt? Clearly, I'm fine. She, she's gonna try to tell you that she's totally fine, but she's definitely still bruised. I'm fine. <laughs> like armor might be a little dinged and things. Fine, but, like, um, yeah, so bad. <laughs> she's like maybe with a bit of like like a like a splitted lip. She's like, I'm fine. I've got you. Get nothing to worry about. It's. I mean, honestly, look, Tilly's fine. Surely, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other one is wailing, maybe. (laughs) 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 Six cups of like, yeah, just go help help Rhea then. Also, excuse the dogs in my voice for some reason. (laughs) Don't know why they're all coming through. I don't know. But, yeah. (laughs) If I'm looking around at the party, who seems still hurt, um, Rhea Dan didn't really take any blows. Cloak. Is still bad. Uh, I'm still bloody, but he's digging through shit, trying to find this bag, which is coming to no avail. But he's being stubborn. Yeah. Uh, he's collecting gold along the way and bringing it into the pile of gold that we're getting. So uh, most of them were not carrying any treasure or even equipment of any value. Um, the goblins, like the the scout warrior type goblins, uh, they were carrying. Equipment that was not as in good repair as the uh, as the warlords. Uh, however, each of them has a couple of arrows, and those arrows are tucked into uh, <clears throat> quivers that are shaped strangely. Poison arrows. Because uh, we, 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 we got shot by them. Correct. So you, so you take you take one of them out and examine it, and yeah, it looks like there's a reservoir in the bottom of the. Uh, in the bottom of the quivers that is leaving this sort of thick, black, oily substance on the arrowheads when you draw them out. Okay. Uh, so, I put uh, that back. 
Sorry. Oh, I put it back in and I, I gather those arrows and put them in like the pile of stuff I've been finding. Uh, and then I see Cloak get mad and he's like, Cloak's not fucking here. Okay, this is what we're going to do. And he takes out his sword and he starts cutting off the goblin's head and like getting like a, uh, like whatever kind of clothing it had on and making like a, a bonnet and like putting it over his shoulder and then starts marching off towards the encampment. Yep, so you uh, you lop off the half-rotten goblin warlord's head and wrap it up into a, a bindle made out of his tattered cloak. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so you have a total of five of those poisoned arrows. Landis is, okay. uh, once once he notices cloak kind of uh, stomping off, um, he's going to say, wait, 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 one second, let me at least get some intel before we go back and so we know how many are left, and then he's going to close his eyes and cover him like this and think really hard and um, have a chat with Edwin. Who was on his way back to the lair. If, uh, if I recall correctly, he was already, he was there, right? He was there because he was uh, looking around and he found all the treasure. And he said that there were, uh, everyone had cleared out. Right. 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 Okay. Uh, Yeah. So you, um, Yep, you reach out to Edwin. He's he's kind of just hanging out there, waiting. Uh, ha- how's it going, boss? Well, it's a little better than the last time we talked. We killed everything. Um, so no, that's... Good. Yes, a positive. They almost killed some of us, but everything is okay now. Um, do you know how many are left there of anything? Yeah, uh, so some more ogres have come back, and uh, and oh. they left a few. They didn't they didn't take everybody when they went storming off into the woods. There's there's a few right. here, and some more have have come back from uh, you know, whatever they were doing. Uh, there's some nasty looking ones here that are watching the cave entrance. They're wearing armor. I usually don't see ogres wearing armor, so uh, cool. Yeah. So that's happening. Good. Uh, I've seen some goblins. They're not. They're not mostly hanging around. They're uh, looks like they're hiding out in the bush. So okay. if you're coming this way, be careful. There's a lot of goblins out there. A lot, a lot, or like a handful. <sighs> Hard to say. They're sneaky. Okay. Uh, in terms of the ogres, say, is there a lot or there's a handful? Uh, well, like I said, I see two of those uh, ones wearing armored two, two guys. Of the armored ogres are yeah. watching the tunnel okay. entrance, and then there's four, uh, you know, just kind of run of the mill ogres. Um, mm-hmm. Normal, everyday, average right ogres. Got it. Yep, that's what I see. Yeah, at the moment. cool. Did you manage to make it back around to the? snoring thing mm. I don't hear snoring now does that help I, no, I don't know um okay wait one quite okay have you seen the bag <laughs> because cloak is losing his mind right now oh uh, yeah <laughs> I mean there was a lot of stuff back in that in the the the, the boss's room. There might it might okay. be back in there somewhere. Is it empty right now? Because if you could like, go I, there, uh, yeah, I'll go back in. Hang on a second. Okay, I love you so much. 
<laughs> You're the best. Oh, oh he just, I, I was waiting for him to say oh, that he loved me too, and he win. didn't. So, so Linus <laughs> gets sad. He just, right. he would just say, um, "I know." Yeah. So I have a feeling uh, if I you... do, it would be to like try to buy your affection over something. So, probably <laughs> so uh, a mo a few moments pass, and uh, I blinked. I'm sorry. She said anything important? No, it's fine. Okay. Shit. <laughs> At least he's not carrying anything important this time. <laughs> yeah. 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 At least. Oh boy. <laughs> oh god. Well, at least this one's not carrying a magic weapon. That's good, right? Uh, ten. Ow. All right. Uh, so there is a telepathic oh, sort of burst. This almost like static squealing burst of pain that comes ripping back along your telepathic link with Edwin, and um, then just kind of goes quiet and sort of just long enough for you to start letting the anxiety spike when uh, his voice says, "Okay, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to try to go into that tunnel again." They they heard me. Uh, one of them got a lucky shot. Um, okay. Think my wing is broken. You know, okay-ish. Okay uh, that's fine. I listen. Just uh, just close your eyes, and I'll bring you back. And then I'm gonna dismiss him. Okay. And then. And then I'm gonna. To yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him back and pop him up next to me. Yep. So he uh, he appears in a little puff of uh, swirling golden sulfurous stinking smoke, and he is like slumped, and one of his wings is definitely bent at a uh, sort of a, a nasty looking angle. Several of the, uh, the the bones in it look twisted, about midway down, and he's kind of um, uh, there's this thick red blood that's steaming in the chilly night air. Uh, sort of running from his long nose and, uh, and and down his arm, and he grins with his sparkly little little teeth and says, "Hello, this uh, hasn't been my night, boss." It hasn't. It's I'm I'm. Listen, I'm sorry. I should be more considerate of you and your uh, deaths. I, I, you the, should probably just taken a nap after the first one. I'm, it's my fault. Listen, here, why don't you curl up in my bag and you can take a nap if you want, and then we'll, so we'll talk, you, we'll uh, talk you, later. You, know, <laughs> you make your apologies, and he says, eh, and he shrugs and then winces, ah, ah, ah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so he sort of like climbs up, uh, climbs up your side, up your leg, and into the, into the bag and just sort of settles in with a, eh. All right. I cover him up with like a little a little handkerchief that I keep for him and all right, good night, buddy. Close right. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So uh Cloak has wandered off into the woods and uh Puff Puff has gone and found him. I'm gonna uh trot after him and and quietly say, Cloak, wait, just one second. I have intel. Okay. 
Okay, okay, listen. So Edwin was just there. He's back now, but he was just there. And he said that, A, there are a lot of uh, goblin boys marching around the woods and we need to be careful and quiet. And B, he said there's two armored ogres at the entrance and four un normal, normal ogres elsewhere around. And then also some more other things, goblin-y guys and... What about the giants? The thing's not snoring anymore. Well, we killed the thing that was snoring. Did we? Well, yeah. And I held up the head. <laughs> Are you sure that was it? Wasn't that the boss guy that was talking when that thing was snoring? I don't think this little goblin boy could snore loud enough to make it sound like a fucking earthquake, man. <laughs> I, I... True. Uh, it might have been a giant taking a nap, but... Um, I plan on getting closer, sleeping for, you know, eight hours, and then uh, using my spells and uh, get my bike back um, and locate it, because I can locate it, but I can't find it here because nothing had it on it, so I'm very upset, and I need to get my back. Right. Should, should, because of the goblin boys in the woods, should we nap further away? Oh, no, they're, like, way down there. Um, okay. Edwin, I know what Edwin's talking about because I was the one who pointed out to him. Um, they're, they're like holding up in a tree. Um, are we all sneaking in there or are we trying to do, you know, lessons? Well, I think some of us are louder than others. Maybe you should not all sneak in. Perhaps be there as backup? Or. I don't know. The last couple times I've made decisions, you guys have gotten mad at me. So I feel like I should stay out of this one. I just wanted you to know who's around, is all. I mean, honestly, we should kill them all. That's my opinion. Are you mm -hmm. sure that... How do, well, how do goblin hierarchies work normally? Or rather, what well, is the hierarchy here? Uh, can I roll a nature to see what I know? Uh, it, this would be more in the vein of a history check, I think. Uh, so, okay. someone, yeah, you can make an you can make an intelligence history check to see what you know about goblin. Eighteen. I rolled an eighteen. Uh, so they 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 tend to have, um, uh, assuming that they're not part of something subjugated by someone or something else, they tend to fall into clan or tribal setups. Uh, so they'll have you know one leader that sort of is kind of the top of their little hierarchy. And then they might have lieutenants or um, a, like sometimes they'll have a shaman or, or a wish that is kind of an advisor, um, that sort of thing. If we killed, if this was really the, the war boss, which I think it is uh, because he was decked out, um, do you think that would cause a disarray? I mean, it's definitely going to disrupt their their dealings if their leadership has been killed. Like, and um, it's not it's not immediately going to make them worship you as the Goblin King, as some people no. are suggesting. <laughs> like leans in, but we do have quite a bit of their leader's jewelry that we could potentially offer them as. Now, a, like what are we, showing what are we up doing with, with these people again. Why, why are we killing them? Or <laughs> bargaining with them? I, I've forgotten why you all got us into this again. Oh, or they have my bag. I have to kill them all. So, because some of us uh, don't sleep all the time, Leaden. So, I'm saying, 
Okay. Otherwise, they, attacked up they would continue. They were going to continue to to wreak havoc along the river and no. attack anyone who came past. And they were going to. They were planning retribution against us. Listen, if we were gonna run a successful shipping company, we can't have a bunch of giants and goblins attacking every ship that goes by because this ship is gonna have to go back down the river at some point. Maybe we should hire them, you know? Kill everybody else's boats except for ours. Um, okay. okay. I mean, honestly, the last few decisions that have been made here, I don't feel like there's been much group influence. This is why I'm taking myself out of it. Okay. Let me, you could have done that okay. earlier before I almost died. Okay. Let's are you gonna, okay. Are you gonna harp on that forever, Rowan? Oh my god. You guys, okay. We're all alive. Be happy. Um, this is what we're gonna do, right? If we can cause this away, or, and, and, you know, if they start having a power struggle, like, it's like the gang war in Zorbuk that we saw, um, right? And so if the leadership's, uh, now vacant. Now they're all going to start fighting each other to take that position, uh, and it'll cause chaos. And we're, we can kill them all or sneak in, um, either way, but kill them all. I, I mean, what we. What we I say we take a vote. Seems like we're all mostly in favor in fighting them in some regard. So the choice being, do we go in and? Fight them, or do we go and sneak it? Well, I guess fight so, and bargain. Cloak, you're you're just looking for your bag, right? Well, I'm a treasure. Did Edwin let you know how I deep this cavern bag. was, or how long it took him to get in and through? I remember that. You, you yeah. saw him exploring the tunnels, so you have a decent idea of how to get to where the stuff is. I have a decent idea of how to get to where the stuff is, and listen, Edwin said that there is a primo cache of treasure in that, uh, in that office, so... Alright, so I'm not the smartest one here, but I'm really good at distractions, clearly. So what if we tromp in there, show them the head of their goblin leader, the belt, all the jewelry, and challenge them to say, if you want to be the leader over us, you have to fight us. And then we have to distract them while maybe two years, while you know Edwin's routes and Cloak, you have the sneak abilities that you can be able to get in there, get some treasure and get out before I die, essentially in their fighting course. Or, I went for that one. I, that, yeah, that's a pretty good idea, especially considering- Don't worry, everyone. I'll tank the bandit camp while you go get- I just save by myself. And I'll stay back and watch okay. this happen. No, okay. you know, why are we still even here? Well, no, that, that's a pretty good idea, Tilly. You're very, you're smarter than you think you are, considering that if someone walks up and says, I would, I challenge for leadership, you're going to get a one on, it's more no, likely you'll get a one on one challenge. They would gang, I thought they would game up on me. I think it would be one on yeah. one. I mean, they're not very smart, right. but I think they'd like to prove hmm. their leadership one by one. Okay, and one I'll one need one a one little one. bit of rest time in order to make sure that I'm not completely bloodied like I am, but we could at least try. I I need to like yeah, sleep on that. more honorable than us because that goblin yeah. put up a white flag and then we, as in Landis, broke that accord and murdered. No, 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 no. No, we had yes. not agreed on an accord yet. The accord had not been accorded for. 
There was definitely at least a court. Yeah, it may have been right. a court. But there was Did a court. Did right know something? Um, I was going to attack him too. Yeah, see? Because uh, he's a He's probably lying to us, and I, I didn't really care. So. Oh, yeah, he definitely it. wasn't going to pay favor to our request. I mean, <coughs> clearly with his background, yeah, you know. I don't Everyone giving me a hard time when you all were going to do the same exact thing anyways. Can we just go take a nap? Well, I'm feeling attacked. I think it's a hard time, but I do agree on the nap. So. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe an ale. Okay, three, four, this, five. Is glass. Our, this is the plan. Tiffany is going to take the pub and have all the, like, jewelry and decked out and hold the head and be like, what up, motherfuckers? And then uh, we'll be like, okay. And then Edwin and I will be the sneaky crew and we'll go sneak through uh, and uh, uh, get the stuff. And then um, hopefully uh, by that time you can convince them to either disband um, and then we kill them one by one. Or... um, Just remind me for a moment... Because we don't have the bag of holding anymore, does that mean that we don't have the tablet? No, Landis has a tablet. Yeah, sorry, we took Landis them out of that tablet. bag because Cloak was okay. very concerned about them being in oh, that yeah. bag for some reason. Where, where are they currently? On the boat or in my bag. I that Me as Birdie honestly doesn't remember. It's been a while since we talked about them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> The the previous contents of Cloak's bag are stashed in Tilly's cabin. Okay. But the tablets were not in the bag. That's good. Landis had them. I don't know where Landis kept them. Yeah, they weren't in the bag. I'll 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 go back and figure it out. I'm so sorry. I don't remember. I don't. They're not on me though. Okay. Well, this is very encouraging. Okay, let's vote think- on Cloak's uh, <laughs> plan, or I believe Rowan, you. Do you disagree? You, you don't want to do it? I don't know why we're even doing this anymore. I, I, I mean, I, I, I kind the, of agree. There, there is... like a, not a group project. Uh, I mean, I mean just work. just look at me for a second. No offense, Cloak, until he motions Cloak. He's not going to stop until he gets his back. Like, even if we go back to the boat, no offense, Cloak, you know he's going to continue to go after it. That's his like pride and joy. It's precious baby. It's like, like his, his Edwin. Problem, you know. So, if you we if we don't want a part, <laughs> so I mean, if we don't if we if we want Cloak to do it alone, he's going to do it alone either way. If you want to do it with help, I mean, I know it's great disparage from the route we needed to take anyways to get away from the whole threat back in Zolbeck, but I mean. Together is quicker than waiting on him to let us know he's no offense. Okay. Probably. Let me, do really right off. <laughs> I, I, let me do it this way. Um, <sighs> cool. If you're looking for a good way to do it, we'd be saving uh, future travelers down the path. Uh, if you want to have a different motivation, there's a shitload of treasure there. Um, I mean, you can play whatever way you want to go. Do like treasure. All right, let's take a vote on it. Either we help Cloak or we don't. The method in which we help Cloak, I don't much care for. He can figure that out. The so, uh, the uh, flap, the flap of Landis's uh, oh satchel kind of pops up, and oh, uh, and Edwin's head pops up, and he says, "I vote we lie in our pockets with all the goblins' treasure." Can any of you like teleport us 
into the lair so we don't have to fight all those ogres and I don't have to get smashed again. You're basically a little quieter, Edwin. If you get a vote, then there's there's a even amount of us, and we there is bias though. I mean, I, you know, whatever, you know, I, I, I vote how the boss votes, but um, seriously, though, can any of you crazy magic-wielding freaks I teleport us just, else. like, into the mountain? I can do so something we don't even have to worry be. about all those oh. things? You mean, no, like, a magical back. door? I, I mean, like, I don't know. Cloak? I'm not, I'm not Cloak. a wizard. Cloak, oh. may you please describe your bag to me? Tilly has completely uh, zoned out about magic talk. Just I have, doesn't, I have seen doesn't, it, I doesn't one hush. of us have some sort of weird magic door that allows us to land from one place to another? Oh, I'm the one that knows about magic. You do talk a lot, Landis, and I have to say, and this isn't personal, but I find you very boring sometimes. And Rowan... Has this been an hour of talk? Not. Can I take a short rest? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so Tilly, while, Tilly, while this has been going on, has basically just sort of settled down, broken out the... Uh, did you have the alchemy jug, I think? So you poured yourself oh, some beer. Like, yeah. strapped on now. <laughs> Like you, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have a you have a sling on it. You break out your stein. Yeah, you've kind of like you haven't taken your armor off, but you've kind of loosened some of the straps and connections and gotten comfortable. You spent some time fiddling with the belt, trying to figure out how to get it to sit just right. <laughs> and um, and over the course of this time, so it's been sitting around your midsection like this lead weight, but. As as time has gone on and you've gotten relaxed and comfortable and you've been messing with it, the the feeling of the belt has started to change. Um, it's sort of like when you get used to this, uh, you, you kind of become acclimated to an exertion and it just sort of becomes part of what you're doing, like muscle memory starts to build up. It's like that happening very, very quickly. And over the course of while they're, you know, figuring out whatever their shenaniganry is, um, you feel this, uh, that thick, heavy feeling kind of spreads from your waist across your body. And mm -hmm. you kind of look down at your hands, you look up at the tree, reach up and snap one of the branches off. <laughs> and you look down and the belt adjusts itself, seems to stretch and now fits you perfectly. So uh, in, in game terms, you are now attuned to this belt of stone giant strength <laughs> and, and your strength score <laughs> and your strength, sto strength score increases to 23. Oh, wow. Sweet. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel great. Let's take on some ogres. All right, let's go. <laughs> Cloak. Right, Cloak, how are you voting? Presumably in favor of doing your plan. What, what's wrong, son? Descri I think like you're a bag. Would you please describe it to me so it's fresh in my mind? Uh, it's a brown uh, satchel. Uh, it has some. Um, uh, a sigil on it. Uh, around it has like little side pockets that hold everything. It has a giant flap that opens up and you can take stuff out. Uh, it, like straps run uh, your side right there. Um, and uh, it, there's a little bit of color to it, some uh, blues and reds, but that's about it. Rowan is then going to 
look around on the ground for a forked twig to use and um, easy enough. Use locate object. So you'll have to get within a thousand feet of it, um, which you're not at the moment, but you can. Oh, I'm not. You okay. To, you just have to approach the uh, the layer. I can do that. I will do that. Um. So. Also, uh, I can do that. Should too. walk off without a word. Wait. All no. right, Rowan's Rowan's off. No, we gotta rest. I'm tired of the arguing. I need some space from him. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're uh, gonna try and get close yeah. enough to the uh, to the goblin and giant lair to see if you can get a ping on the bag, right? Yep. Okay, so you cast your spell, you make your way through the woods. Uh, you have a fair distance to travel before you're in range of the lair, um, but uh, how are you approaching? Uh, quietly and with purpose, but not stomping. Okay, so go ahead and make me a dexterity stealth check, and I'll give you advantage because you don't have to get terribly close to it. You can stay a fairly decent range out at the range of the spell. Okay, so one of those was bad, so I won't use that. The other one hmm. is an 18. 18. Okay, uh, so you sort of swing out to the east um, to approach not along the main track that leads to the lair, uh, figuring that that'll probably be more closely watched. Uh, You cast your spell, you maintain your concentration, and uh, eventually you feel a solid uh, lodestone magnetic-like tug toward the object of your search as your spell moves in range of Cloak's haversack. Or is it is it a legit bag of holding, or is it a handy haversack? Uh, I thought it was a bag of holding. Mm, I don't remember this anymore. One, this, is the one, this is the one you got off the Alchemist, so it's a, it's a handy haversack. Okay. <clears throat> yep, so you've, you, have a, you have a ping on the scope. When can I feel it? About a thousand feet out. In the lair, uh, you there's still like forest between you and the lair, um, but it feels based on what you know of where you're headed and where you are, and now with the kind of added direction, you're pretty sure it's pinging in the lair and not just randomly off of the woods. You'd have to get has closer to, uh, to to try and get visual on it. Has, uh, has Cloak followed you? Has Cloak followed me? Cloak would have followed you because he doesn't want you going off by yourself. Okay, then I need you to make me a dexterity stealth check with advantage, please, Cloak. Um, uh, 17. Okay, all good. Rowan will continue to get closer as she uh, he senses that uh, Cloak is following her. It is in the lair. Okay, that's, that's fine again, but like, we can't go any further than this because there's like literally a bunch of goblins in the trees up ahead. I start pointing out where they're at. Uh, so the ones quiet. you saw were watching the main trail, and Rowan has swung off to the side, so you're not, you oh, don't okay. have uh, solid locations on where Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, never mind. Yep. Disregard what I said. But, uh, so we can t- you can tweak that to, you know, they have goblins watching the area around the lair, so yeah. we're probably getting close to that. Yeah. 
So I, I recommend we don't get any closer. We know it's in the lair. I recommend we rest and go. If I get a little bit closer, I'll see where it is. You want to find it, don't you? Yeah, I know. I know what spell you're casting. I have that spell. I know how to cast that spell. I was going to use it when I was going to sneak in there and get everything. But um, and then like uh, slowly, um, uh, if we go out this way and kind of like guide her to the path where I went out and about a little bit further okay. uh, to kind of avoid uh, getting seen or anything like that, uh, and kind of lead her through the forest that way uh, and quickly okay. uh, stealthing with her. All right, will both of you please make me a straight-up dexterity stealth check as you are approaching the edge of the clearing. Uh, nine. Twenty-three. Okay, there it is. All right, uh, so you're uh, finding yourself a little bit distracted, Cloak. You're frazzled. You're tired. You're still pretty beat to hell, aren't you? Aren't you still bloodied? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you're uh, you're limping a bit. You've you've tended your your uh, more serious wounds, so you're no longer bleeding, um, but you are in bad shape. And a couple of times, Rowan manages to uh, basically Rowan, you're covering for him when he's getting to, he's kind of losing focus and making too much noise. Um, at one point, you actually uh, catch sight of movement in the bushes, Rowan, and pull him down out of sight, and you see a trio of goblins uh, with bows drawn, sort of uh, creeping through the woods, patrolling. Uh, after they move on, you manage to slip past them, and uh, you get to the edge of the clearing and can see the hill and the rocky kind of outcropping that is the uh, the entrance to the lair. The bonfire in the clearing in front of it has been relit. Uh, you can see eight ogres, as well as four ogres that are wearing uh, either chain mail or what looks like splint mail, def- uh, mm-hmm. depending. Okay. Stay quiet. Yeah, but, okay. Um, do you, is it in the cavern? Can we go back now? What am I feeling? Has, um... Damn feeling? Oh, I, I mean, uh, yeah, you still have you have a fix on the item. It's inside the the, the hillside. Still nothing clearer though. Uh, you don't get anything clearer. You get you get like distance and direction. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me double check. Make sure I'm not shortchanging you. A thousand feet of you, since the direction to the object's location, as long as the object is within 1,000 feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Uh, right, so you, it, that away. You know the direction to the bag. So if you were to go into the lair, you'd be able to home in on it really easily. And you're able to, uh, you're able to confirm that it is in there, and it is currently stationary. It's in there. They haven't moved it. Okay, let's go back. Right, we'll take a quick look just through the bushes to see what the activity is like outside the encampment. Uh, so it looks like the ogres are kind of cooking and eating 
uh, a crudely butchered animal of some sort, largish. Can't really tell what it is. Maybe an elk. Maybe a, a maybe a maybe awesome. a deer. That sort of something. That sort of thing. Um, and uh, you uh, occasionally see some goblins come in out of the forest, get some food. Um, they kind of keep to themselves, talk, banter, and then melt off back into the darkness of the woods, or uh, or into the tunnel. How long do you guys want to stay and watch? She just wants to, get, to, to get. <laughs> she just wants to get some kind of idea of um, how many are there, and then she'll go with Cloak. How many are there? Uh, so, as I said, you can see eight sort of standard ogres, four heavily armored ogres, and uh, you probably see a grand total of. Assuming that every goblin you see is a different goblin, which sometimes is kind of hard to tell because they're doing a little bit of a shell game thing where some will go off into the woods and then some will come out of the woods. It's hard to be sure if they're all different goblins or all the same. But you see, you count ten. There are too many here. We need to go discuss. Okay. If you're going with Landis's plan or Tilly's plan, this is not going to work. Uh, I mean... Um... We can say it blue in the face, but like honestly, Edwin and I can just sneak in, and that's fine. Uh, but we need to go aside, get out of here. Uh, the, mm. the three of you who are back at the stationary encampment, you can all at this point have completed a short rest, no problem. So if you wanted to spend hit dice to heal up, uh, Landis, you recover your warlock spell slots. Tilly, you recover all your uh, your short rest. Um, recovery items, so you're uh, like your second wind. But uh, Tilly's been trying to like break rocks and like, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, then look what I can do. Trying to break like stump. Very But I really, I really think we should go back, uh, because this is like I'm wounded, I haven't had time to heal anything because you walked off and. This is this is dangerous. Like like they were sending patrols further out than they were before. So we can look, go. Here's a... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yes. Okay. And okay. We start making our okay. way back. Yep. You guys. You guys uh, slip away and make your way back to the camp, and you can hear this like grunt of exasperation and a ripping sound sounds like uh sounds like wood snapping and splintering and you can see tilly is like ripping a tree stump out of the ground with her bare hands and then holds it up over her head doing well is that a good and not you see what i just did give me any of the bogers give me any of them any of them let's go plan and effect Right. I told you the I told you the belt's magical. It should have turned to it, probably. Ugh. Good looking. So it's like flexing. Maybe that's Tilly, you feel like you could rip an ogre's head off. Like, don't even worry about me. You guys can't stay in the woods. Keep an eye out for Betty coming. I just walk in there with the goblin head and the wings. Maybe you should just challenge it to an arm wrestling contest, you know? Whoever that new legal is. I mean, I've done a tavern time or two. Definitely won every time. Never lost not one chance. Well, I'll bet on you every time. But uh, have you learned anything, you two? About this? Uh, 
there are still lot of bags in there. There are still lots of ogres and goblins there to try and, as you say, tank them would be a fool's errand and result in probably our deaths. Well, I don't believe we'd be, like, charging the comp as much as we would be challenging for leadership. And like we mentioned, I might they might do one-on-one instead of a pileup of ogres. I mean, I don't know. The, did the goblin not say that he was the only thing keeping them all together? That he was the one keeping them in check? Well, have you ever experienced a goblin to not say whatever he wants to say to make sure he seems right out over you? This did seem true, though. Hmm. What were he they didn't doing at a say he was the only them? thing... He, he didn't say anything about he was the only thing keeping them in check. He said that uh, if you thought he didn't have more forces, you were wrong. So and that he was, he was like smart dude, maybe, but And he said he was to willing to off. give you the treasure if you let him live. Reed, I don't know if you're talking through a blanket right now, because you're still snapping, but I can't really hear you. Oh dear. I'll change <laughs> some of the blankets on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll change the settings on my blankets. <laughs> uh, how's this? Is, is that a little clearer if I remove them? <clears throat> Much better. Much better. Okay. Um, uh, so front on assault doesn't seem good, but maybe the sneaking thing, if we care enough. So what you're saying is Edwin and Cloak will go in. Right? Oh, good. First step. Okay. And Edwin has this connection with Landis, right? So Edwin can at least report to Landis if something goes wrong. I can see. Through him. If the sneak fails, we still could cause a distraction out here to at least pull back and out if we need to. I'm not afraid to take them on clearly, but I mean I just don't want to split the party again in order to partly go back to the boat and part of you good treasure hunting, especially not without me. I mean I mean clearly the the treasure is for me. We can send Puff and Edwin back to get the strongest crew members and maybe a bear. Uh, and I mean, I can uh, send Goldwyn if you'd like. We could do that, and then they can meet us down the trail, and we can do an assault, but um, and just kill them all. There's 30 people on the ship. There's uh, X amount of people on there. I, I mean, I can kill ogres pretty fast, and the more beefed up ogres, I mean, I, I don't know what they're capable of, but uh, honestly, back like, I don't know if we have 30 fighters, but we've got a few. I mean, the, the tiefling was Great. The Minotaur. Oh, yes, you know. I'd be willing to sacrifice um, some lives so that I don't have to fight. I agree with that. Let's sacrifice including the, us, I'm the sure. menial workers <laughs> instead of us. Let's send them in the stuff. Put them in some red cloaks, some red coats. Anything will do. So All right, well, just hang on. Blow something up <laughs> Edwin, like a million Edwin years away up. and let them let them Edward pops run up after and says, it? all right, think about this. How many people do we need, like absolutely need, to make the ship go? Are you right, I'm not willing to waste my crew. I mean, some of them are pretty thin. The ship is a little bit of fattening. If they all get killed by giants, how are we going to move the ship? 
Let's just, let's just, let's just stick to the original plan because we're coming up with like nine different plans and it's making my head hurt. Just, uh, Tilly is super strong now. She could be like, I'm not a leader. And Edward and I can sink in. Uh, and this might cause enough of a, a distraction for us to get in, get the bag, get the treasure. I can locate object. So I should be able to find it when I get inside the cavern and cast pass without choice. Uh, and get through there uh, stealthily for an hour, and Edwin being invisible with that on him won't get seen, luckily, um, Edwin. Uh, and, um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to sleep because I'm fucking, I'm bleeding. I'm still, my bandages <laughs> are full of blood. I have not rested. I'm tired. I'm gonna go sleep Daddy, in this bush. And then you, he just crawls into a bush and not listen. <laughs> I'm still yeah. gonna send for. Baldwin to try to bring and I forgot the characters' names, the Tiefling and the Minotaur, um, to help back up just in case um, Kiana? We need right. I just know so. Minotaur <laughs> If if allowed, uh, if allowed uh, I have Ias two points of order And Chiron is Land the Tiefling Chiron did you say Kaz the Minotaur? No, I did not. Ayas. <laughs> Ayas. <laughs> Kaz is busy elsewhere. <clears throat> Alright, so you're sending what? Baldwin back for Kaz and Ayas to come up and meet you. Yes, Landis. Uh, I'm not doing it to you, Dan. I'm doing it to the... to. I'm oh. Landis. I'm doing it to the All group. Right. I was like, can I... I, did... Baldwin. I... I... Oh. I just have two points of order if if I should be allowed to speak. Your time is granted. Go ahead, Larry. Thank you. you before from the wounds. I apologize. You're very interesting. Appreciate it. Uh, first, yes, Edwin can be invisible, but as we've seen a couple of times already today, that is not a guarantee that he can get in and out without being caught. So... Let's not take that for granted. And secondly, I am happy to, if it would help, go somewhere further away in the other direction and set off a distraction to pull some people away from the camp. If not, if you want to do the other stuff, that's totally fine too. Just throwing it out there. I have magic fireballs. So look, if you had to really dig into it, and, and put kind of a numerical chance on it, you could think that I had to get a four or better to sneak past ogres, and I just keep not doing that, man. Tilly offers him ale. Well, yep. He uh, takes out his little silver, his little gold thimble, and <laughs> fills the ale up. I, I think I think it's nap time. Everyone's cranky. Uh, whoever's the least hurt should stay up and watch, and the rest of us should should take a nap. Uh, I think Tilly's going to volunteer to keep watch since she's kind of already pulled her rest while she's Edwin's already snoring. Yeah. Rowan's. I can help. I rolled hit dice and stuff, and yeah, sure. short rest already. So. Yeah, but you guys, so you if guys you want to take in. a nap, let me know. Rowan's taking a big. Uh, we're doing eight hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a long rest. Yeah. 
Yeah, she she's face planted and asleep. Yep, 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 yep. Just mm. Okay. Uh so Tilly, you sent Baldwin to summon Ias and, and Karen. Uh in it's probably gonna be a couple of hours, but they do indeed appear uh coming up following Baldwin to your position. Um Ias you can Ias you can hear coming from a, a fair distance away. I mean he sneaks as best he can, but he's a big ass clumpy hoof minotaur. Um Chiron is incredibly stealthy and uh she uh, basically, if she wasn't walking right along with the Minotaur, she probably would have been able to take you unawares. Um, uh, so, you all can... Uh, you can uh, finish a long rest. Oh, and the uh, the hooded figure, the, the enigmatic subject of Cloak's interest, Theron, uh, shows up with them as well. Weird. Uh, as they approach, I feel like Tilly is talking to Landis about his plan. Probably working, but I just want to be able to take out an old or two. I just like go on, take him out. Just maybe one or two. So, hey, I don't know your magic stuff. You... you can distract like a quarter of them, but then I can take out the other. Quarter. Well, I don't think that if I if I pulled some away from the camp, I don't think that they'll all leave. That's kind of I figure that. And really only if um, if you needed the assistance. I'm just here to help, is all I'm saying. No, I, I think it's definitely too. a great idea. I'm not the best plan maker or the best plan follower, but I'll definitely try to smash a bit. In that scenario. I'm just saying, since I can... Edwin can talk to me. I could be further away, and if something goes wrong, set off a distraction. Or I could be with you and help you kill them at the camp. I mean, you, I, I'm not going to say I had introduced myself, but you might be great at introducing me to a crowd on how strong and how much. It's true. Me it's true. Yeah, and if I'm wearing all of their shaman stuff, that could help too, since you'll be wearing all of their boss's stuff. I mean, I'm not. I don't really know speeders, but I can try. So, says the, uh, the, the cobalt-skinned tiefling with her uh, sort of black-toothed grin as uh, the, the three crew members come up. You, uh, you all look beat to hell. How's it going? Not great. I, okay. I mean, we're better I'm, than the other I'm, pottery, you know. They're... Oh, At right. least I'm pretty like, good. Right yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh. They, uh... The uh, cannon fodder. But I mean, good to you guys. Uh, it's great, great to have you on board with this important mission that we are doing. And you're going the, to help. The Minotaur with. sort of snorts in Rio Dan's direction, just kind of a. It's going to be very safe and very profitable. Or at least so, one of those uh... things is it looks like uh, you're going to need some time to uh, get yourselves pulled together. So we'll go ahead and keep watch for at least the first two. Right? So you all you get good some folks. rest. You good folks. We appreciate it. You're going to get a bonus when the next shipment well, goes through. 
Wonderful, Mother. Fantastic. So, yes. She kind of looks over at the other two, and the Minotaur just shrugs, and the uh, the Theron shakes his hooded head, and they just kind of take a... They wander off to the sort of outer rim of the, the camp in a triangle and just sort of sit down to watch. <laughs> so, uh, the night passes, shifts change over the course of, uh, of your rest, and you're able to com- complete your long rest. So you get all your stuffs back, feeling better. Edwin's wing is uh, is kind of mended enough to work now. Tilly's like kicking Reed on awake. Ah, are we still doing this? <laughs> so what's I the mean, plan? It's, it's brought in for you. Is Clock still asleep, anybody? If you, I know he yeah. sleeps in the brush. I kind of lose sight of him when he does. Wasn't there a well? Looks like he wandered off to get firewood to cook breakfast. <laughs> yes, Riordan. We were supposed to be doing something. We were supposed to be going to seek out one of the world trees. That's right. World tree. I knew there was something we were doing. You That's know, you all seem to forget one? that these guys were just murdering people without I... care. We've stopped them from doing that. I think that this was valuable regardless. We didn't just come here to take treasure. We came here to stop them from murdering people to take their treasure. I I sincerely hope that none of this bravery gets back to Zobek where they may realize, oh, there is a a very peculiar party of a bird lady and a forged and... Listen, Rowan, vampire. you didn't want them murdering all the people on the boats either, it's Missy. True, but I did not... I did not think we would dally so long. <laughs> we have been dallying I mean, I don't really think that ogres or goblins maybe have any connections down in Zolbeck. Clearly, they've been doing fine out here in their heels. No, but rather... <laughs> I'm terrified of world getting back to anyone back there. All right. So, uh, so what's the plan? Dawn breaks. You all uh, break your break your camp. Eat some breakfasts. I um. So Landis will will pull. Will not pull Tilly aside, but just kind of like put his little gear forge hand on her shoulder and say listen I I know you're putting yourself front and center for this you're going into the danger zone I want to support you so do you want me by your side or would you prefer I be elsewhere so that I can create a distraction I'm leaving this one up to you because I want you to feel safe I mean I, I push it I always feel pretty safe I mean I've handled myself for in however many years and I uh well, I, I feel like with your connection with Edwin, we could definitely let them sneak through. And then if there is any sort of warning of uh, failure, which probably not, they're very skilled in what they do, uh, then we could create the distraction, um, or I could step out. But now that we have plenty of party to potentially hide in the woods behind me, I don't know if I'll necessarily be fighting all alone. I don't mind a little bit of fighting alone starting out. At least let me take care of, like, one. But, uh... So you clearly in there or not? I'm still (laughs) still not clear. Uh, (laughs) I think it would be best if you hang out with the rest of the party as well, protect them. 
if Got anything it. comes at them. And then if, if, I just don't think they're gonna all trample me at once if I'm challenging them for a leadership role, but if so, then definitely set off the distraction and we'll see how it goes from there, I guess. Okay, I'm just gonna start grabbing the <laughs> I'm gonna grab the random things that the shaman had been wearing that we picked up and, and start donning them so that we can show we killed him too. So the shaman wasn't wearing a whole lot beyond well, I have the, a stick. The, the sort of loincloth chic, but yeah, you have you have the you have the staff for sure. Very distinct. On the loincloth, I'd say that's the most intimidating Please, part of the uniform. <laughs> I mean, Landis will put it on; he doesn't care. I'll I'll don a loincloth. Let's do it. I wasn't joking. I got a, a front <laughs> look. It was quite Sweet. So Landis has got a loincloth <laughs> on now. Uh, a very ratty loincloth with all of his diamonds and gold inlay. And, so uh, the size of it, with the size of it, it's kind of like the Andre the Giant off one shoulder sort of wrestling singlet. <laughs> that you, nice. That you have on. I like it. Um, uh, Tilly, the hooded Theron comes up to you and he says, all right, Captain, I'm not exactly up to speed on what we're doing here. What's the plan? What do you need us to do? So, uh, yesterday we very easily handled uh, the bunch of uh, goblins and hill giant and many, many ogres of shaman and, you know, elaborates um, that have attacked our boat. Uh, but unfortunately, they have claimed at least one of ours uh, valuable item that he would really like back. Um, and apparently there's a load of treasure of sorts uh, down there with it so um, I, we, we have heard reports I believe of a few extra ogres uh, at the entrance and maybe a few goblins but we're going to see if they can potentially sneak through uh, and uh, we'll heal back out at port if they haven't and if they don't then we're just going to do our best to cause as much of a bloody distraction out front to make sure that our escape is imminent because we'd like all, all right. parties to go back, so. Sounds dangerous, but uh, we're ready to follow your lead. I mean, I'm not afraid of danger. I don't believe that's why I called you party members forward to help with this. I don't think that you guys are afraid of a little bit of danger. And uh, if any of you step forward and help out majorly, we'll definitely help with the reward. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of treasure, plenty of extra pay. Right. Well, Tilly. Uh, Lead the way, then. Well, uh, yeah, I'd like to go with you. Uh, I will I'm not definitely... fight. I will simply stay back and help you if I can. I, I mean, if I you want, you could definitely same, just moral keep... support. You know. Would you like to step out with me, or would you rather keep hidden in the woods just in case, and then come out if it's too much? Uh, I will step out with you. All right. I'll, uh, I'll 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 be in the area, just overlooking, overwatching, as it were, this excellent plan. Uh, yeah, and let me say again, I have full faith in this plan. Always have. All parties, full support. Tilly definitely believes you. Definitely believes you. All of you, <laughs> very much. Good decisions have been made. Has Let's has it been eight hours? Uh, yes, you have finished your long rest. Okay. Cloak climbs out of a bush and is like, oh, yeah. mm. okay. 
I'm ready. Tilly's going to offer this. Okay, Tilly's going to offer the spear to Rowan. I don't. I can't really carry both my shield and the warhammer and the spear. Do you think would it be anything useful to you? I'll take it. Protect yourself. Mm. I mean, I, I'd likely protect you more than anyone. There's a lot. No offense, but I think you could definitely protect yourself. A little. You almost died last time I was worried. I'm not going to tell them I was worried. Spoilers. Don't, don't run to the front line. I'll take it. Dan, is there anyone I would I would like to offer to anyone um, who may need it or it may help um, Mage Armor uh, if anybody um, could use it? I'll take it. My head. <laughs> it, it, he says in his plate armor. Yeah, no, it will not help yeah. you. Um, <laughs> You I don't know if the other ones are wearing armor. Might be of value to some of the others. Yeah, uh, our our compatriots. So do you have the you have uh, what is it called? Um, I have the shadows. the invocation. That yeah. Does that say says, you can just cast it at will, or does it say you can cast it on yeah. yourself? Uh, it said cast at will, I think, but I'll pull it up again just to make sure. Uh, what kind of armor is Karen wearing? Uh, looks like studded leather. The studded leather we got, does it look magical at all? If you spent some time with it, then yes, you would determine it is most likely enchanted. Does anyone wear studded leather armor? Rowan? Uh, she's... Uh, Rowan's got the, um, the dragon armor. Oh, dragon okay. Armor. Okay, um... um I, I walk up to uh, Kieran. It's Kieran, right? Uh, Kyron, yeah, whatever. Kyron. Uh, I walk up to Kyron, and I'm like, um, you might want to try this on. This is a, a magical set of armor. She um, quirks one of her eyebrows and takes it and says, uh, well, if you're being so free with your spoils, I suppose I don't mind if I do. She, uh, she takes the suit of armor and uh, goes to change into it. Cloak Rose Sorry, Dan, it's both. It said <laughs> it said at will, but it also says on yourself. So Right, you can only cast on yourself. <laughs> yep. But at will. <laughs> yes. Yep, just you. Yeah, that's fine. I just All remember right, we did up. it before, so I guess we didn't check it then. We did not. Um, Rowan, the I spear ask? is a the spear is a plus one adamantine spear. Okay. Can I ask and, what Landis's uh, maid armor looked like? Do you mind? I'm no, I'm such no. a visual person. I no, no, we um no, it's fine. Um, so his it's not a necessarily visual thing. It doesn't look like armor. It's just like a weird crackling in the air all around him. So if you were to come up next to him, it's almost like you would get shocked. You know what I mean? Just get like a little shock if you got too close to him. Um, so it's just like a strange greenish crackling energy around him, but it's it's faint. And it probably f- flares and sparks when it uh, mm-hmm. deflects an attack, that sort of thing. Yeah. Little invisible force field. Uh, so, uh, just so you know, Moth, uh, adamantine weapons automatically deal critical hits against objects. Ooh. Okay. Time to so break it's a plus some one shit. as well. And it is plus one. Yes. Yeah. Um. 
as uh, we're getting ready to go, uh, I lean into Puff Puff and he's like, okay, Puff Puff, I need you to watch Rowan and uh, the robot man. Um, and, um, and keep an eye on them and make sure they're safe. Happily. Okay, and then throw a little treat. She snaps it out of the air and her tail starts sweeping. I love her so much. <laughs> um, and then uh, giants, it'll be fine. Uh, and then uh, I look at Landis and I was like, "Okay, um, can I uh, get Edwin on my shoulders, and then we'll begin making our way over." Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yep. Look in the back. Yep, and up, I'm ready. Uh, he right. has already been up, and he sort of appears from invisibility above your head, sitting in one of the trees. Oh. Oh, oh! You're up there. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, All right. So I'm. Uh, I'm going with cloak, boss. You going with cloak? Please be yeah. careful. Stay. Um. Be. Try to be a little quieter. Maybe. Um, sure. Be a spider if you need to, or something smaller. Just try to use our use our use our uh, logic. Okay. Well, yep. I'll, I'll I'm sure it'll be what? fine this time. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Please don't let him. I it's don't. It's not like, like I can roll die. another two. What? Well, I mean, <laughs> roll two. What? Why are you rolling two? What's he doing? So the plan is so just just so the the dungeon master is cognizant of the stratagem. So we're sending Cloak and Edwin. Edwin's going to be invisible. Cloak uh, is going to cast Pass Without Trace, which is going to make y'all super sneaky. Uh, though keep in mind that doesn't make you invisible, Cloak. So you'll need yeah, to make sure that you're not walking out in the open. Um, <laughs> yeah. So depending on where all of the bad guys are deployed, that might become an issue. Uh, mm -hmm. Unless you have some, uh, some plan to deal with that. But the plan is, you two are going to sneak in and retrieve the, the haversack and presumably as much treasure as you can reasonably carry, and then yes. you just get out? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> cool. Um, Rowan, Rowan's going plan. to... Rowan is giving moral support and or magical support to Tilly, and is also okay. going to be there to intervene should anything happen. Right, Which and the plan is for will. the rest of you to be out hidden, but ready to throw down and make a distraction and challenge people and blow stuff up if they get discovered, right? Yeah, Edwin, or Edwin. Oh, go ahead, sorry. What was yeah, that? I really don't intend to be nearby, but uh, right. he's had it up to here with his fucking bag, as is Will. Uh, <laughs> here, 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 here was five episodes ago the one hour conversation about this bag and yep, you know, yep, yep, yep. couldn't tell us so yeah he's, he's he's there if anyone gets it looks like things are about to kick off he'll pitch in but uh this is uh this is not his fight and he's a very selfish person so fair enough <laughs> okay um so landis would like to prepare if possible um nearby but like a little a little way off from the main camp, like what is essentially set up as a bonfire, just like as many sticks, twigs, sure. tumbleweeds, leaves, whatever looks like it'll burn um, as quickly as possible, um, knowing we have limited time, but he's gonna try to set that up. So it's ready to go if he needs to 
um, make big fire real fast. <laughs> okay. All right. So the plan is to do that close to the giant lair, right? Well, I don't want to venture too far away because of the possible goblins up in the trees and, and warning right. too many people too early. Um, right. So off to the, as best I can, off to the side, like, past it. Um, so if to you try want to get them a, a boat away from our boat. <laughs> if, if you want a bonfire set up such that the, the creatures at the lair will be able to see it, you're going to risk discovery because you're going to have to get close enough to it to set that up. Does that make sense? I guess what I'm essentially going for isn't necessarily like build a fire, make a big fire, and then, you know, everyone makes marshmallows. I want something that'll explode. So is there like some sort of, do we have any sort of uh, like, um, um, like stuff from the cannon from, do we have a cannon or something on the ship? What was it? You have a, you have a ballista, <laughs> which is like a giant crossbow. Oh, um, oh, oh, never mind. I was thinking Yeah, you cannon. do not have a cannon. Um, um Okay. Unless you guys have something explosive or highly flammable on you, then the answer to that is no. Who has, um, like, oil or alcohol? Oil Tilly, or, can I borrow yeah. your thing and I'm just going to dump a bunch of it out? Because it refills automatically, right? I mean, as long as you bring it back to me. Okay. <laughs> can I just cover the wooden alcohol? Douse it in mayonnaise. Got it. <laughs> uh, you can pour out. I mean, the problem I mean, is Rudy does not have the knowledge necessary to do what Landis wants the, to do. The, the <laughs> jug is only able to produce uh, a small quantity of oil, so it'll be enough to light a mm -hmm. fire, but it won't really be enough to make like an explosion. Ah, um, all right. Well, never mind. I'll just set a couple trees on fire. If you keep right. decanting it, though, into other bottles, you Easy can make enough. Molotov cocktails. So is the plan to march out there in broad daylight and do this? Or are we waiting till nightfall? Or what's the what's the timing here? All right. Uh, perhaps, Cloak, do you have the head still? I think we need the head. Oh, no, I gave it to Tilly. Okay, Tilly has the head? Okay. <laughs> it, it's very important that we have the head. Yes. And she's bringing out the yeah. jewelry. I think that we should probably wait till at least nightfall to let you guys get a good advantage on moving in under um, your sneaky... You know, you know what you do, Cloak, right? There is and, one uh, problem with that, which is that Landis cannot see in the dark. I was thinking, what about dusk? Like, the witching well, hour, when the, it's hard uh, to get they tend to light a giant bonfire at night, so seeing shouldn't be a problem. As far as I can tell, they don't see in the dark either. Yeah, either. Okay, um, I mean, we can wait till uh, dusk start making our way, and that way uh, nightfall will slowly fall. Uh, and I can use the shadows at dusk and uh, help me sneak in. Right. If we can, can we split uh, Kieran and Ayas? Uh, Do you mind splitting a little and pushing to the uh, farther side of the camp just in case if they do do a, more than one or two attack and we need to rush in, we can get them from behind as well. So uh, the, the Minotaur turns his head towards you with his sort of steel-capped and etched horns. He says, you want us to swing around to the far side? Right. Be ready to come at them from behind. 
Right. What should be our call? We can do that. What should be our call? We just. So he, uh, uh, the the tiefling looks over at Landis and says, "Well, why don't you just blow them up or make another one of those giant immolated walls, and that'll be our signal to go." How about that? Uh, blow an ogre up, and that's your signal to attack. That that works for me. <laughs> Whatever it was you did when they attacked the ship, I'm sure that will be very effective if they're at their little hole in the wall. Um, yes. As long as I'm not so, also killing uh, Cloak and Edwin at the same time, I'll happily create a, a giant no, wall fine. of fire. <laughs> I'll let you... I'll let you play that by ear. I'm sure you know that better okay. than I do. But uh, so that's what we'll wait for. If you explode them with magic, we'll go in and start killing. Sound good? Okay. I mean, oh. you can always look through Edwin's eyes and then be like, "Oh, I know where they're at," and then know how to lay out the spell. Okay. So uh, plan is currently to wait until nightfall. So uh, or wait until dusk. Uh, so you basically spend an incredibly boring, alternatingly boring and incredibly anxious day as this uh, this incredibly dangerous outing is looming over your heads for hours as you wait for the sun yeah. to inch across the sky and creep down past the Iron Crag Mountains to the west across the river. Finally, Anything I should ask good old Boytan? Anyone wants something asked while we wait? No, I think we're good. No. All right. So okay. uh, you all make your way through the woods uh, as you approach the outer edge of where you've kind of figured their uh, their patrol perimeter is. At that point, uh, Ias, Chiron, and Theron kind of break off and take their leave to swing wide to get around to the back side of the camp. Uh, she, uh, Chiron kind of looks around and thinks for a moment and says, all right, give us a good 20 minutes to circle around and get in position before you do anything stupid, all right? All right. No promises. Hmm, fair enough. And they kind of head off into the darkness. So, uh, why doesn't everyone give me a group dexterity stealth check as you are approaching? And Cloak, I assume you're going to cast Pass Without Trace? Yeah. Right. Fair enough. So you get to add <laughs> plus 10 to your, uh, your total. Uh, I got a 19. Nice. I also got a 19. Delightful. 18. 18? Oh, Good. is that with plus 10 as well? Oh. You add plus 10, yes. Oh, 29. 18. 29, even better. 18. Uh, Riodan, how'd we do? Uh, 24. 24, nice. And did I hear Landis's? Was there another 18 piped up in there? Is it... uh, yeah, I was 18. Okay, good. So two 18s, got it. All right, uh, so under the cover of Cloak's Magic, you make your way through the darkening woods with nary a whisper and uh, find yourselves set up and in position. So at this point, Cloak and Landis are going to have to split off from the rest of you, kind of circle around and try and come at the hillside from the side. Uh, you can see that they are stoking up the... Uh, their, their you, mean, of... do you mean Edwin? 
or did I? Yes, not Landis. Sorry, Edwin. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, wait, I'm going. Oh no, yeah, no, no, Landis is going in. Fuck it up. Okay. No, uh, Landis Junior. The ogres are uh, throwing great twisted dead snags of uh, of old wood on the bonfire, which is now stoking up as uh, as night falls. And uh, you can see that there are uh, two of those armored ogres at the entrance. And um, after a little while of watching and getting in position, you see one more come in, uh, come out of the tunnel and join them. So there's currently three of them at the uh, at the entrance, along with several milling about around and tending the fire and all that sort of thing. Okay, I'm making my way towards the uh, cave. Okay. So uh, you'll have to make me a dexterity stealth check, you and uh, Edwin, okay. as you try to make your way along the hillside toward the tunnel. 17. Okay, very good. All right, I so the two of you. So. Oh, all right, so yeah, two of you. <laughs> thanks to your magic, yes. Um, you kind of climb a little ways up the start of the hill, um, kind of avoiding the steeper jags of rock, uh, because mm -hmm. if otherwise you're going to have to cut across the field straight at them, mm -hmm. and that will uh, that will very likely leave you with no cover and in the open. Uh, so you're able to circle around, kind of climbing on the hill amongst the rocks toward the entrance of the tunnel. Um, those three ogres. Uh, Seem. Oh, go ahead and make me a wisdom insight check. Fucking dice. What is this? I got. I rolled another one. Uh, so five. Uh, five. Get him out of the um, way. You know, it, it, you're, you're not the best at reading ogre. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they angry. seem like you know. Yeah. It's. I don't know. That yeah. They seem kind of angry. Maybe a little hungry. Okay. Um, yeah. So, what is what is your plan to try and try and get past them? Um. So I know where the entrance is, right? Uh huh. Yeah, you can see it. Uh, it's kind of below you and along the rock face a little bit, and the ogres are maybe ten feet in front of it. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to sneak in on your own at this point. I'm going to go to the ethereal realm and get past them. Oh, great. All right. So you hear a, uh, you hear this soft, like, crackling, crunching sound, and the imp, the, the weight of the imp on your shoulder, the weight suddenly diminishes quite a bit, and you feel these prickling taps along your shoulder and arm, and this scuttling across the, the bare skin of your wrist uh, as Edwin climbs off of you and onto the rock and is gone. Okay, um, and at this point, uh, I'm going to uh, ethereal jaunt uh, and dash uh, inside uh, and uh, get like a good like little alcove and kind of hide in there uh, and then wait for Edwin. It is a bonus action for you to use your jaunt. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Or is it an action? Okay, uh, so you action. can make it. So you can make it a full 35 feet because your movement is halved while you're uh, while you're mm -hmm. ethereal. So the uh, the world rolls away from you in this wavering gray, misty sort of uh, dreamlike haze, and your vision suddenly restricts to about 60ish feet away from you. Everything else beyond that mm -hmm. is just like uh, 
uh, <laughs> you don't have a you don't have a good render distance anymore. Uh, so you dive into the rock, going blind and somewhat deaf as you slip through the substance of the stone, pop out in the uh, the open cavity of the tunnel, and slip to mm -hmm. the ground and make it a, a little ways inside when you snap back to the material plane and everything uh, pulls into focus and uh, color saturation again. Okay. You're inside. All right. Uh, and I wait for uh, Edwin to come back on my shoulder. Uh, so a few seconds after you appear, you feel mm -hmm. a kind of a, a little thud on your shoulder mm -hmm. and then a tap on your on like the, the skin of your neck, tap, tap, tap. Okay, uh, and then I make my way uh, a little bit deeper in the cave uh, and then cast the uh, locate object. That will drop your pass without trace. Will it? Yeah, oh. concentration. Um, that, okay, yeah, uh, I won't do that yet. Um, what I'll do is uh, go like, okay, Edwin, uh, tell me where to go. Uh, all right, so you you hear that soft kind of popping again, and the very mm -hmm. faint, almost uh, imperceptible weight on your shoulder grows a little bit heavier. All right, mm -hmm. uh, go straight past mm -hmm. the next two entrances and take the right-hand fork. Okay, and I start making my way that way. All right. So as you make your way through, uh, with Pass Without Trace, unless someone is doing something ridiculous or um, has some reason to actively look for you at this point, there's really no chance of you failing to uh, to sneak past them uh, unless mm -hmm. circumstances change in some meaningful way, and I'll let you know if yeah. that happens. So okay. uh, you make your way down the tunnel, um, the crunch of gravel muffled to nothing as the, the shadows sort of boil up around you, uh, smothering the faint little bits of light. And there are little, uh, almost like candle lamps, burning here and there, and it looks like they are set into the yellowed and sort of blackened uh, top halves of skulls that are that are turned mm -hmm. upside down and are burning various wax and other flammable things, oil, from the cavity of the skull to provide some uh, faint light inside the lair. Uh, it absolutely reeks in here. It is. Um, it stinks of old, stale sweat, of fresh dung, um, rotten flesh, um, it's just real, real nasty in here. It smells like home. Okay. Yeah, 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 sure. So, uh, it, it's better than the blood room. <laughs> it is better than the blood room. That just got worse every time. So, mm -hmm. you make your way following Edwin's directions. And Landis, I assume you can uh, piggyback on his senses if you want and keep in touch and see all this is. Everything seems to be going very, very well. So, that's nice. Um, you make your way into that room uh, where Edwin first saw the uh, the ogre shaman sorcerer fellow. So there are stalagmites and stalactites. Uh, there's um, some furniture that seems relatively uh, higher quality than what you would expect out of ogres and giant kin. Um, there's the remains of uh, a meal set out on the table looks like several days old at this point and there's that mm -hmm. sort of tapestry curtain uh cordoning off another chamber and uh you feel edwin sort of tug you in that direction okay uh, i make, you my make way your way over yep you uh you push the tapestry aside and there are sleeping quarters in there with a largish bed um actual like bedding and pillows sort of rumpled and uh, disheveled and piles of chests and casks and crates 
and kind of like unceremoniously tossed over one of the bedposts, you see the strap of your 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 haversack. Okay, I get the haversack. You Stuck retrieve away. your your beloved bag. Okay, uh, is there anything uh, in this room? Uh, beyond what I already uh, like a, a humanoid creature or something that can be sentient or aware. No, not that you see. Okay, can I roll perception just to double check? Yeah, you can. You can take a take a moment to sort of more thoroughly search. Okay, twenty one. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, no, like you don't notice anyone lurking or hiding uh, any of that business. Okay, uh, I uh, I'm like, okay, here we go, and then uh, start looking for the money and like going through the the things stealthily uh, and begin loading up the haversack. So, uh, searching through the stuff that's available here, you find just a staggering amount of monetary and, like, gemstone wealth. There are coins, silver, gold, a little bit of copper, a fair amount of platinum, gemstones, some uh, rough, several others cut or set into, set into jewelry. Uh, you see valuable, uh, you know... Uh, like uh, items like silver serving sets and golden candlesticks, all kinds mm -hmm. of stuff that they have been looting for who knows how long and hoarding here. Um, there are uh, uh, crates full of um, smelted ingots of copper. Um, okay. So, you know, valuable goods, that sort of thing, uh, that were probably mined from the town and then, then sacked from barges or ships, sending them north. Uh, I'm taking the platinum. Uh, I'm taking the gemstones. Uh, so you're basically taking, are, are you like filling the bag or? Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna take roughly a hundred pounds worth of treasure. <laughs> yes. Okay. No problem. Um, all right. So, uh, in addition to all of that, as you're searching through, uh, we'll go ahead and keep your same 21 perception check for searching the area. That's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. You discover a... So, it's not in a crate like it was being shipped. It's actually in a, a an iron-banded chest. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? This chest is locked. Locked like an, like a uh, uh, lock that you can like shake, or is it like? Uh, it looks like there's a, a built-in lock to the chest. There's a keyhole, and the and the lid doesn't open. Did we find any key on the goblin you or the? Didn't you didn't find any keys on them when you searched them? How heavy is the chest? Uh, you just kind of give it a test. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so it is, uh, you know, however heavy a, a dense wood iron banded chest is, and it is full of something seriously heavy. So I would say it probably weighs somewhere around close to 100 pounds. Maybe not quite that much, but yeah. I have a strength 13, so that's not <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> so. What is uh, what is left that I couldn't fit into the bag? Oh, tons. <laughs> I mean, lots. Sure. 
Um, I go, Edwin, okay, tell Landis that I feel the bag up, uh, but there's still a shit ton of treasure down here, and we should just kill them all. Okie doke. Um, so, so you hear a psychic sigh, <laughs> Landis. <laughs> all right, boss. Uh, so Cloak filled up his bag. Turns out that bag doesn't really hold a lot. Uh, and there's still a whole lot of treasure left here that he can't put in the magic bag. And uh, there's a locked chest that's real heavy. And uh, he says we should kill everyone so we can take all the stuff. Okay. Um, a, did you try picking the lock? Hmm? Me? Hmm? No. Yeah. You're good at that stuff. You have tiny hands. I don't have, <laughs> like, I don't have any lock picks. Okay, whatever, forget it. Anyways, we're not doing that thing that he wants to do. Uh, we've died enough times as it is. So tell him uh, that we said that there's a group of 30 ogres and goblins on their way, and we have to leave now. The scouts saw them. The, the other, the, the, his tiefling friend. I don't know. Someone saw Crap, them. Says the uh, says Edwin out loud. Uh, the <laughs> boss says that there's a giant troop of ogres and goblins that returned and spotted someone. Uh, he says we got to get out of here right now. Can I roll insight on that? <laughs> sure. PVP nine nine. <laughs> uh, he sounds real insistent and uh, a little mm. scared. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Like, say, he's kind of like, he's, he, he's kinda like, like tapping on your shoulder, like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. It's all about to go south. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm gonna try to pick up anything that I can, like, put on my persons, like any more additional, like, stuff in my backpack. Um, okay, so and, you said you're, uh, you're, you're strength 13? Yeah. Okay, so if you just want to basically pick up enough to, to make up to your light load, uh, say, yeah. and not be encumbered. Okay, yeah, you can yeah. do that. Um, just, like, whatever valuable stuff you can find. Yeah. Is there any, like, weapons that re look really nice or armor that looks really uh, nice? Not, like, uh, readily available, grabbable, no. But you suspect that any of the any of the high end stuff was probably the things he'd been taking for his own personal kit and spoils. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he had like the magic spear and the magic armor. Yeah. And that stuff. And, yeah, and the, the javelin, javelin and stuff. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I, I load up on what I can get. Uh. And I I put my hand on the iron bound chest and I was like. I mean, if you don't that. mind being encumbered, you could move the chest. It's not like it's impossible for you to move. Oh, then fucking let's do it. Okay. So I pick it up and I'm like, okay. So yeah, you like like heft it up, you're like, <laughs> All right. Uh so you wanna try and make your way out? Yeah. So uh you are what's your strength score? Thirteen. 13. All right. So you're encumbered, but not heavily encumbered, which means your okay. speed drops by 10 feet. Okay. So my normal speed. <laughs> yep. 
because I have boots. Uh, so I'm moving at my normal speed that I would have moved. They're they're not they're not boots of striding and springing, right? They're the weird Zobek ones. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see what they're called. Hold on. Yeah, like the sprinting charger or something like that. All right. Uh, right. So you I'm can assuming make your way Edwin out. told me what was going on. So I'm gonna tell whoever is around me just what's going on, and we need to prepare to sure. run if we have to or fight because cloak is cloak cloak so <laughs> okay uh yeah so you make your way I back out you backtrack um you as you're making your way out you hear some heavy footfalls sort of echoing and you feel it more than hear it uh shaking through the the walls of the tunnels and as you slip past you see a massive figure sort of shouldering its way down the left fork that you uh, didn't take when you went to the to the treasure chamber, and it's the snoring giant, fork. There is a giant sort of pushing its way through an area where the tunnel constricts, and it seems to be struggling with it a little bit. I, I wait so, for him to go past. Oh, you just get yeah, you're just gonna kind of duck back and wait for him to go. All right, so he uh, he's delayed just by a just by a few seconds and kind of swearing <laughs> to itself in giant. It, uh, it lumbers past you, and it has to, like, duck its head and hunch its shoulders down to get out the entrance, but uh, mm-hmm. but it does so. And you can hear kind of a... It, it bellows a, a, a gruff exclamation in Giant, and you hear the, uh, the ogres sort of answer it, and there's a little bit of a, a kerfuffle out there as it irritatedly pushes its way out into the open. The rest of you but, see another sorry. hill giant uh, sort of <laughs> unfold itself from the tunnel. <laughs> Would Tilly know what he's saying if he exclaims loud enough? Essentially, I'm asking um, if he hears it. But... Not really. Uh, like, you can hear that it says something. You can't really make it out. You're pretty far away. It wasn't really yelling. It was just kind of like... Yeah. It looks like uh, and just kind of irritated chatter back and forth. Like, ah, got out of my way. The others are like, eh, back off. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, just... I don't know if it was n- like a, was... I'm missing some of my goods. Rawr. No, you know? no, 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 no. <laughs> it, just, it looks like it's pissed that it had to squeeze through a smallish doorway. That's all. Uh, Tilly immediately once seeing the hill giants looking at Landis like, any words? Hello? Anything from them? Yep. Uh, You can see that they are hidden in a shadowy alcove, like, behind the giant following it towards the entrance. So, uh, on that that note, why don't don't we make a a dexterity stealth check? Who? All of us? Now, uh, so, no, 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 not you guys. You guys are fine. Um, Cloak, I'm gonna need you to make this one with disadvantage. Okay, uh, 20. 20, all right, very good. Uh, and, okay. All right. Let's see how we do. Ooh. While that's all happening. 19. So you are making your way out of the, uh, the doorway, and one of the splint mail armored ogres kind of, like, angrily adjusts from where the giant sort of cuffed it on the shoulder and it turns back as it adjusts its armor and just kind of casually looks back into the tunnel you freeze and just like melt into the sidewall of the stone and kind of like one hand reaching for your blade fingers closing around the hilt and uh as its gaze starts to sweep over where you're hiding one of the other ogres kind of knocks it and gets its attention and uh it 
looks over to see what its fellow is trying to say. So it uh, it turns away from you at the last second. Okay. And you manage to slip out as those two are kind of uh, uh, engaged in their little side conversation, and they're kind of staring daggers at the giant's back as the hill giant lumbers over to where the food is half cooked and starts sort of like shoving goblins out of the way. And so you, no, uh, you use quest. that distraction to slip away and uh, retrace your steps along the hillside back toward okay, uh, yeah. your compadres. Uh, and then uh, you just see, uh, as I make my way back out uh, to them, I'm like carrying this heavy chest and I'm like, I did it. I did it. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, so yeah, cloak bearing a big old iron banded chest, and the invisible Edwin reappear, and uh, Edwin goes, "Can we please get the hells out of here now?" Please, yes. Yes, gonna take the chest back. off of. So, uh, do you want me to go uh, tell <laughs> the other three that are on the other side of the hill that we should leave now? Hey. No. Uh, well, can can Rowan send to them? Oh, yeah, do yes. it do magic. Through that. Do it. I, I'd rather him not get too far away with that bag. <laughs> Again. Me? I'm, not, I'm not carrying the bag. Oh, I oh, thought Edwin I'm... had it because we went invisible. Oh. No. no, I don't think Cloak would oh. let go of it. Okay. <laughs> well, then we'll never ever again. I'm imagining Edwin reaches for it, and like I'll just take it, and Cloak just sort of. Why did Edwin go? <laughs> Starts cursing an infernal item. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I, yeah, you can send a, a quick sending to uh, Chiron and uh, and have them start doubling back to meet up with you. Uh, so, given that Cloak can maintain the pass without trace, and since uh, you're not doing anything silly like trying to dance around right in front of some ogres and a giant, uh, you're all able to melt back into the forests and away to safety. Back to the while ship. The, uh, while the, the giant and goblin bandits um, are definitely on high alert, they, they also seem to be somewhat at a loss with their usual leadership no longer present and them not really sure why or what the status is or if if or when their boss is going to come back. So who knows what's going to happen to them and how that's all going to shake out, but I assume you want no part of that. Can One thing I want to do before we leave is take the head oh, no. and put it on the pike in the middle of the path uh, and sure. then leave. Yeah, yeah, you totally so metal. <laughs> Tilly, are you good with giving up the giving up the goblin warlord head? I, I it stinks quite right. I don't it actually, yeah, it's, it's pretty ripe at this point. Um, <laughs> it's because it was killed with a giant pile of necrotic damage. Decomposition set in very quickly, <laughs> and uh, it is it is pretty vile. Mm. So yeah, you can sharpen uh, a stick and set it up in the middle of the path and just. Okay, and then I carve death and infernal in its head, and then uh, perfect. Okay, nice touch, says Edwin. <laughs> Thank you. Not like that's ever caused any problems before. Oh no, 
Never. All right. So uh, you all uh, spend a somewhat tense hour and a half, two hours, backtracking to the river, and you can see the ship, uh, which has, uh, per your instructions, anchored farther up and farther away, so it's out of boulder-throwing range, just in case the giants felt feisty. Um, so you can uh, find the rowboat that the trio of your crew stashed along the shoreline and row your way back out to the Sinful Princess and uh, weigh anchor and get the hell out of here, if that is what you would prefer. Yes, okay, yes, all right. So, uh, yeah. before we end here, I feel like we're probably going to have one last shortcut scene of uh, someone with a crowbar, probably Tilly, jamming the, uh, the chiseled end under the lid of that chest and just kind of giving it, a, a, like she kind of looks and smirks and just gives it an elbow drop. And there's a, a crunch of splintering wood and bending metal. Bang, Break and the, the lid entire thing. Open. Inside are these um, flat, wide ingots or bars of this black star-flecked metal that you have seen and are quite sure is um, not raw, but uh, smelted, ready to be forged adamantine. <gasps> yeah. And that is where we're going to end it for this week. <laughs> oh. Cloak. Thank you I, so I very much, everyone. That <laughs> I am so excited. I feel like everyone turns to look at Riadan like, and... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know, it's black. It looks like it's gone off. It's old. As usual, I get the equal share, so... Uh... This is a very good idea, and I supported all. Was of that very? I was just gonna say, can you tell us how much gold or how much we got from that hundred pound bag, or do we need to talk sure. about it next time? Uh, Plus, when I whatever. Because I'm supposed to be keeping through. track of money. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll work those numbers up while uh, okay. while we start doing our wrap up. So yeah, and Dan, if you want to toss in like the 450 of jewelry into that like ledger service. Oh, I wrote it down. Cool. The 450, yeah. Oh, I love having a treasurer. Please take it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go around and do a wrap up. Uh, Great game tonight, Dan. Let's go. We'll come to you last. Uh, So, McLogan, where can we find you online? Do you enjoy stuff tonight? All that good stuff. Uh, uh, you can find me at my Twitter at McLoken, uh, maybe somewhere else fairly soon. Uh, I, that's, uh, I'm keeping that one under wraps for the time being. Uh, but, uh, things are coming in the future. So, uh, keep your eye out, uh, and see what I'm up to. I'm on, uh, another campaign, uh, that is Mondays, uh, that will be on, uh, I believe twitch.tv slash Kika. Uh, her Twitter's uh, uh, Kika Avio. Oh. It's uh, of Darkness. I'm excited for that one. Kika. Yeah, so Kika's amazing. Kika's so uh, uh, doing Chronicles of Darkness is called uh, Seattle by Night. I am excited uh, because I'm playing a very nerdy character uh, who is a paranormal investigator. So I'm super excited. Wait, uh, uh, a nerd in Seattle? I'm shocked. I know, right? I'm, I'm a college student. Super excited that you're playing Chronicles of Darkness. That is awesome. When is that happening? Uh, the first episode's next Monday. Awesome. awesome Monday awesome. at 7 p.m. 
That's, okay, that's I'll, I'll, my, I'll, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you my character sheet and be like, look at what I made. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm so, excited. Chronicles of Darkness is one of my favorite non-D&D role-playing games. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too, because I used to play Vampire the Masquerade, and so it's very, uh, it's, it's White Wolf, so I'm just like, I know what I'm looking at when I see this. I was like, I don't know what the system is, and then it clicked, and I was like, oh, Barrett's. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, that'll be next Monday. Uh, I believe January 13th. Yeah, January 13th, 7 p.m. Central uh, uh, over on Kika's channel. Uh, I'll tweet out, I'll retweet the, so if you guys follow me on Twitter, you know, just keep a lookout. But yeah, that's me. Uh, and you, all, you also might recognize me from um, I Can't Have Enough Money. Uh, also, um, How to Settle an Argument. Uh, and so... I forgot that that's how I do my outro and I did it at the end. I'm all I'm all jumbled because of the animantium Dan. The animantium. Yeah. Okay. Adamantium. I thought you said the the animatium as I was involved. One of us is about to have a lot of experiments done. Uh let's see. Uh Scarlet Wolf, how's that tonight? You're alive. Congratulations, you made it through. I'm alive. Uh, We're and back with a vengeance. And there's going to be some more discussions happening next week. Angry discussions, probably. Oh boy! And may, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll have to smelt some of the adamantine straight onto Landis. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. He'd be fine if with that, probably. Paint, paint a metal coating on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just electroplate him. Wait, so it'd be like a Pokemon? Hold on, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Steel type. We can just throw you. You're the weapon now. We can just throw you. Uh, I had fun. I'm, I've been missing this group so much, and it's good to get back into D&D after such a long break. Uh, I'm going to uh, again very shortly as well. Uh, my Planescape game, which is on Thursday, every second Thursday night. I believe we're going to start up again tomorrow. Um, that's Thursday night Australian time, so Thursday morning US. Uh, that's my Planescape campaign, and then every other Wednesday uh, night, or Wednesday morning US time, we're going to be starting up a campaign which I'm DMing, which is a modified 5th edition campaign based on the Elder Scrolls setting. So I'm very excited about that. And one of the players has decided to play Crassius Curio. <laughs> so if you've ever played Morrowind, you'll know who that is. I'm very interested to see how that will go. Um, apart from that, I want to say I'm going to start streaming um, this week and next week, probably some Magic the Gathering or stuff like that, um, hopefully to raise money for the Rural Fire Service and um, some of the other uh, campaigns that are going on to help the Australian bushfires because it's been really bad over here. Um, the news doesn't even do it justice, and there's lots of ways that you can help out. So I want to try help out. So just yeah, keep an eye on my Twitter, which is at that Scarlet Moth, for more information on when that's going to happen. Awesome stuff. And Birdie, how's that for you tonight? And where can we find you online? Well, as I said earlier, everything would be fine. Um, we're going to just keep getting richer and people keep living. So I don't understand why everyone is always so mad at Landis. I mean... Whatever, but no, it's fine. It was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, that was a 
a very interesting um, start to the episode. I wasn't sure how we were going to deal with all of that, but I figured we'd get through it. And we did. And then um, Cloak once again trying to murder all of us there at the end. Why am I not surprised? Trying to get out cleanly. Not going to happen. Uh, anyways, I am the Birdiesaurus, a.k.a. Birdie. I am here Right now, on Thursday, I'll be on the Off the Table channel playing Monster Hearts 2. I'm the queen. It's super fun. Um, and then, uh, I think late February, I'm going to be jumping into a Ravenloft campaign. So I'll have more information right. about that later. But I'm so stoked because that is the, the one place I want to play that I haven't gotten to. So, yee. <laughs> I approve of all these horror games happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. And Simply Jackson, how's tonight? Where can we find you? It was great. I'm super strong. Um, I'm my name is Simply Jackson. I play Tilly, the fighter whose uh, only deed in life is to smash and smash and grapple sometimes. Um, to smash. And also to smash. To smash, smash, and grapple. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Simply Jackson, no underscore, just Simply Jackson, like below here. Um, I just started streaming again this week. I'm doing daytime streams Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 9 a.m. until about noon, maybe one-ish. Uh, I'll probably be doing some fundraising with my friend Malavis next week. I think we've talked about potentially doing an art stream for the Australian fires. Uh, I don't know who to go through yet. We have to do research, but that's what we're trying to do next week. But, uh, tomorrow, uh, no, Thursday, I'm doing a show called Humblewood, uh, or a Humblewood campaign called Alderheart on Runaway Robots channel, if I can say that right. Um, playing a ranger, Jerbean. He's uh, super greedy. Um, and then uh, on January 19th, if you guys have time, from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. PST, I'll be doing a St. Jude charity one-shot with Impius over on Smashley's channel, uh, and it's in the Blades in the Dark Um setting so Eight. i love Simply, you guys. your your Sorry. ranger character i feel i feel targeted right now and it's a ranger i was like i was like cloak small jerbine ranger but very greedy but also jersey accent so if you want us to be do a really bad jersey accent you can go by i'm excited <laughs> now perfect <laughs> fantastic stuff and uh yeah but last but by no means least Mr. Dan Dillon, where can we find you? Enjoy yourself tonight. All right, uh, I had a great time. It was it was lovely to be back. Uh, long hiatus, too long, too long without your lovely faces. Uh, first things first, you all have found a total of three thousand two hundred and fifty gold worth of coins, uh, gold bars, gems, sweet art objects that Cloak was able to stuff into his magical sack. Uh, in addition to the all that adamantine. Uh, the adamantine is probably quite valuable, but you're going to have to find a buyer or someone who wants it or a way to move it. Uh, it is uh, a little more difficult to uh, to move. Uh, and do recall that it was being smuggled when you found evidence of it in that barge. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm I'm Dan Dillon. Uh, I was delighted to Dungeon Master for you, and thank you everyone for uh, for coming along with us uh, on this. <laughs> this is this is wild, wild ride. Um, I'm a game designer at uh, Wizards of the Coast on the Dungeons & Dragons team. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dan underscore Dylan underscore one. Uh, and do please, if you can spare anything, even if it's just uh, watching one of these streams or a retweet, please help these efforts to, to help 
do anything to make a dent in these fires consuming if, Australia right now. We have if yeah, you can't something um, must be done. If you can't donate money, then I know that there are efforts. Um, if you're a crafty person, to donate your time to create uh, and sew things such as Joey pouches or things for lots of the displaced right. and injured animals. Um, there's a, a group on Facebook which is the Animal Rescue Craft Group, which they have all the patterns and they are accepting it from all over the world. It's definitely worth it. I'm going to be doing some stuff from that too. So even if you can't donate monetarily, that is an option. Excellent. Good Excellent. Stuff. Awesome. All right. Fantastic stuff. Yes. Uh, and again, a reminder, if you haven't followed the Cobalt Press Twitch channel, hit that follow button or go follow us on the socials, which is uh, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual stuff. Um, go follow us there. Next back here on the channel is Sunday, 8pm Eastern, for the return of The Last Air. That's episode one of season two, so join us at 8 o'clock Eastern Yay. for that, 5 in Pacific, so come join us. And the Crafting Muse and the DMC back again, uh, with the same cast and crew continuing on their adventures. If you want to follow me, then you can do. Uh, basically, follow at EncounterRP, that's the Encounter Roleplay business that I run over there. Uh, we've got some, we've got a new uh, Vampire Masquerade show I'm going to be doing there over late January. Uh, we just... Um, sponsored by Modifius Entertainment, so we've got a bunch of new Modifius game shows coming up uh, on the channel, basically, mm -hmm. that I'm very excited about. If you want to follow me on Twitter personally, you can do. Uh, I don't really tweet over there very much, because, well, I'm just with Twitter, but uh, <laughs> it is at William F. H. Jones. you want to go follow me over there. Um, but yeah, today was great. Can't wait for next week. Same time, Tuesdays, 8 o'clock Eastern, Wake and it's over here on the World Tree Burns. And of course, youtube.com forward slash cobalt press we miss any of the previous episodes of season three they're up on the cobalt press youtube channel and seasons one and two can be found on the encounter roleplay youtube channel at youtube.com forward slash encounter roleplay but that's what we were time for tonight my friends thank you for staying with us thank you guys in the chat for hanging out and for your generous gift subs and bits etc uh but until next time next week we'll see you guys later good night everybody bye bye, -bye.